All righty, here we go, man. I am laggy, um, and not technologically speaking. Uh, uh, this is Bevon. I'm Leonard, and I'm Gregory, and I am here coming to you at the Vale in the Richmond, vale. Virginia. Nice, <laughs> a uh, a highly rated brewery. I will. Yeah, say. and and we even had them too. I mean, really, the only time we get them is during festival time. I think for the most part, right? right? Yeah, because I don't think. Their stuff is available. Does a does a replicant get it or no? Every once in a while, Shibley will get a shipment of uh, of the veil. Okay, we, we've right. had we've had it on the show, I believe, a couple of times. Remember, we had that caskets, caskets. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so every once in a while, we'll we'll get it. So I have a I have a man. I had a lot of beer in front of me. Oh jeez, you're already like well prepared. <laughs> I was like, I, I realized at some point I'm probably going to stop about twenty times. But oh, um, no, at least no, no, once, no. at least once, I have to uh, grab the bot the brewery bottle. I was going to take the picture before, but I had something came up, so I had to. I said, Nah, never mind. I got I'll do that later. No stopping for you. We got to well, go. Back well, that's roll, 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 uh, yeah. roll. Well, I have no cap, but there are uh, are depends. So there has to be a. Yeah, get some depends. I, I thought we said we were going to invest in those for the show. <laughs> Heck no! I can never, I can never tolerate that. No, you, like sitting no. in your own like filth. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I could do that, no problem. I think I would have to be like, I think my mind would have to be gone at that time, at that point, so that it would be okay. Uh, man, this is a beautiful spot. It's huge. I, I can't. It looks like I mean, a brick walls on the side of you. Like, yeah, uh, or is that faux brick? It's it's just like the cinder blocks. Is that what they're called? Cinder blocks. Like, there you go. Yeah. Cinder blocks. This place is huge. It has a restaurant in it. I mean, my gosh, they spared no expense putting this thing together. Mm. Um, I would say my my only criticism, just like most places, is I'm not sure why they have the music so loud. The music's so loud over here. You don't normally get this. That's got to be like an out of state thing. Because in California, I don't recall like breweries having any uh, music. Yes, I mean, as far do. as I remember. They do. Yes, they do, and it's not background. Yeah, you know, there's a difference when it's like background music. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, you're chilling with your with your with your posse with your crew having some. Are beers. you saying Bottle Logic has music in there? I think uh, they do. Their... I think they do. I don't remember that because there's so what? many people talking. I I can't see how that can be like a uh, productive like a, uh, you know. Yeah, I don't get. I don't. I mean, you know, I like. I I don't mind as background noise when you're having a conversation, but I, this is like in the foreground. And also um, depends on the music too, because a lot of music can be disruptive. Like, uh, for example, like if you got like <laughs> elevator music in the background, that's fine. Like, you yeah. know, like the carpenters in the background is fine. But if you got like System of a Down or something aggressive, <laughs> or Starcatcher, or Starcatcher, what was Starcatcher's oh, playing you know, in the background? <laughs> something that's like mallow that makes sense. But if you got aggressive music on, then it's like, like, huh? Like, wait a yeah. minute. Yeah, we and we got a big show for today. Let's see how much we can get yeah. through it. I'm plugged in and I'm on the Wi-Fi, so it's just, okay. like technologically we should be okay. Mm. Um, we got some current events. We got Justified City Primeval, which I I take it you hated. You mean Justified Prime Awful? Yeah. <laughs> Prime what? <laughs> Prime Awful. <laughs> what? I feel like I'm missing something. I feel like I'm missing a lot of backstory that explains. Like, uh, and I assume I, I thought this was like a hard edged, you know, cop show, but I, I, my impression of these first two episodes is it's a dramedy. That's what, that's my impression. A, a dramedy. Huh. Yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. procedural. I mean, ultimately it's a procedural it, uh, I, cop I, show. Gosh, man. I, I definitely have like, and I'll point out some scenes that, uh -huh. that remind me of like uh, uh, various other like kind of dramedies that, that we've seen uh -oh. in the past. All right. Uh, let's do a pour first. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, I don't know what I got here. I, I oh, got okay. uh, I got stuff, but I you know I don't have the order right. Let me see if I can make sense of this. Uh, 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 I'm trying to look at their. Uh, I gotta watch out, man. I had a laptop uh, problem uh, uh, during the week. I gotta watch out when I pop these beers now, because like every <laughs> once in a while, like like the beer goes kind of goes flying all over the keyboard. Uh, I'm gonna do this uh the smoothie sour that never gonna get it that oh, you yeah, want yeah, me to yeah, pick yeah, up yeah. the cans for just because it's like looks like breakfast. Yeah, it's red. It's like uh, yeah. it's like pure berries. Now, would you say this is kind of their signature? Their signature beer would be these fruited sours. The Vale? Yeah. I don't think so. I'm, I don't think so. The Vale is, um, I want to say, because we haven't had too much, I want to say they're going to be a certain type of IPA is going to be really? their thing. I think so. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure that the fruited sours are their thing. You don't follow them on the, uh, you don't follow, I don't them follow on the anybody. Instagram like I don't follow I do. anybody. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't do social media. You're not a follower. You're a leader. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, my years of uh, social media were, were many, many moons ago. Well, well, if you follow them on on the Instagram, all of their pictures are these heavily fruited, gorgeous, oh, okay. deep hued, uh, fruited sours. So okay, maybe I'm wrong. I don't, you know, I can't. I really do need new glasses. Uh, it's probably your lighting too. Like I said, like you're just like a like a like a shadow. Take my glasses off. All right, never gonna get it is a goza, uh, sea salt, of course, raspberry, blackberry, and boysenberry purees. All the berries that I, I, my highly rated berries for me. This Vale Classic is booming with flavors of pulpy homemade blueberry popsicles, red starbursts, and smoothie bowls with seeds. Four point nine ABV. See, that's breakfast. I'm good. Yeah. What do you got over there? I popped the, uh, um, the hot butchers. Megabyte. I assume nice. it's hot butcher. I didn't. I didn't really take a look. It's a seven point five Indian Pale Ale. Mm. Is it a single or a double? No, seven point five. That's gosh, man. We we always we always talk about this. <laughs> I've seen some triples at eight percent lately. Oh, no, so. actually, you're right. According to the can, it is a double Indian oh, yep. Pale Ale. Told you. There's no uh, no consistent uh, guidelines for yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. for the yeah. levels of IPA. Hops are Citra and Amarillo. Oh, there you go. Our friends at Hot Butcher. Yeah. All right, here we go. Cheers. Rose it. Oh, yeah. It's, so I think this is a Goza, so it's not necessarily that fruited smoothie sour. You know what? I, I want to say that those are going to probably be the Berliner Weiss style. Those tend to be like the pastry uh, sweeted, fruited sours. Uh, so we got City Primeval, which I'm, apparently you didn't like. How dare you? Uh, we got some Degrassi, uh, re- a relatively boring Degrassi. To, yeah, I, to I, I will agree. Whatever. I got to say, yeah. I mean, this is like, you know, there are certain characters that are just, they just, I don't, I'm not even sure why they're on the show and why they get episodes. And the twins are definitely uh, in that category. Uh, we have the, at least a preview, although I could, I can, I'm well, I'm ready to do a deep dive in the Starcatcher album, but maybe at least a initial review. Of yeah. It. With approximately, let me see how many hours did I have? I got up at three 30 to listen to it a couple of times. So that's what, four, five hours. Of, Wait a uh, second. Time? Wait a second. It dropped at 9 PM last night. I texted I was, you. I was asleep. I was, I was asleep at 9 PM. Yeah. I was gone. I think I'm, yeah, I go to sleep early and then I'll get up like, or like early and what? then I might go back to sleep again. 
Yeah, yeah, I was already gone. Like, like I was actually looking. I was, I was waiting for it to drop. Maybe like at seven. I was like, okay, maybe it'll, maybe it's gonna be out. And it wasn't. So I, I give up. You know? You're on the senior citizen, like early bird dinner. And yeah, then like uh, senior. Yeah, yeah citizen, I don't. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I go to sleep burn. early. So, you know. <laughs> That's why I got up at three thirty, and I go. I better get up and listen to this. Oh yeah, no, I had I downloaded it for the plane at nine, and then I just started. I just re- I had it on loop for like the last. Uh, I, mean, I definitely have feelings, but I I, I can honestly say. <laughs> You know, listening to and I listen to the full album. Even I probably should just listen to the uh, six songs uh-huh. uh, that are new instead of the, you know. But I li- I listened to the to the full album a couple of times, and I definitely feel that this might be an album that I have to listen to more that I oh, might yeah. appreciate more. But it can also go the other way too, where I might not find anything else. Like I've reached the apex, and I'm not going to get anything more out of it. Uh, let's see. And then we have the documentary. Um, I want to rock the '80s metal dream, uh, which should go. I mean, I think it's going to go quick, but I which know is kind of ironic. Which is kind of ironic of a trailer that just dropped yesterday. I think uh, came out like yesterday. The Winning Time Part Two official oh, trailer. Yeah, and it's a oddly long enough, they use a they use a song that uh, relates to uh, that documentary. So I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, so then we got some current events. So I guess the top of the current events is uh, Tony Bennett passed away. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Bennett's not one of those guys who I can't name one Tony Bennett song. But if you were to, like, if you were like to play something, I might recognize it. He's not like Mr. Sinatra, where like uh, you know you know certain songs. He did. Uh, he did. Um... Oh shoot! Now just see, my see, mind. See, I'm, see, no, but like, no, 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 no. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm on little okay. or no sleep. He did uh, Rags to Riches, right? Hmm. Da, na, 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 na. Right. <laughs> not the Elvis version. Not the Elvis version. Right. Oh, yeah. Dun, dun. Oh. <laughs> I do like that song. That, but wasn't that using Tony Goodfellas? Bennett, isn't, isn't it like uh, We Were Goodfellas? Yeah. yeah. I think that's, 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 they use that version yeah. of Goodfellas. Um, so he was, what did you say? How, how old was he? 96. 96, wow. if I'm not mistaken. He also might have been on my list. Like, I thought he was already gone. So, you know. You think everybody's gone? I think everybody. Point, right? I really do. I really do because I don't really, you know, I don't pay attention too much to. It's not like the old days when we watch TV a lot. I really just I don't do that anymore. Uh, let's see what else. Yeah, so the winning time t- trailer dropped. Um, yeah. and, and they show a lot. I mean, obviously, clearly, you know they what do. it's going to be about. Yeah, they do. And I assumed that I was trying to figure this out because I was correlating the 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 Twisted Sister song they use in the in the trailer. And and I was trying to figure it out, and I think they're gonna skip a year because I know they win. Lakers will win in '82, and then they don't win for a while. The Celtics start to come back, and then it's '84 they lose to the Celtics. So I think that's gonna be like, and then in '85, that's like we're not gonna take it anymore. And then that's when they get the revenge because the song came out in '84 but didn't get popular. I think until '85, and that's like we're not gonna take it. And then they get revenge and they fight the first team to beat the Celtics on the road. And there you, you know, go. Uh, yeah, I'm, so, I'm I mean, definitely yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to review that. Uh, we could do that one because that's a Sunday, so that'll be perfect for the Monday. Uh, the the Monday that's the whole microbrews was designed for a show like this because I believe it's a Sunday oh, yeah. release. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's in uh, starts in, starts next month too. So. Yeah, it, it pretty good. It, seem, it seems quick, but I know it's been about a good nine, ten, eleven months. I think since yeah, we yeah, saw yeah, the first yeah. one, right? And they gotta do it now before anybody passes away because you know that's uh, 
What do you mean? Who's gonna pass? I mean, you never know. Everybody's pa- I mean, a lot of like, like the Michael young actors. Chiklis? I mean, like a lot you? of a lot of you know younger actors. They do pass away. Then it's all of a sudden you're like the Spartacus guy, the Spartacus guy. Uh, that just like come on, what? I mean, you know, come, come on. He was relatively young in great shape, and all of a sudden he's gone. That's like a fatalistic uh, a viewpoint on uh, on. You never uh, know you on know. Hollywood. How did they even film it? Oh, I guess I guess it was done already before the strike. I'm assuming. Mm. Right, they probably shot everything before the writer's strike. Oh yeah, that brings up a point that I'm going to point out in the document, the heavy metal documentary. That I noticed something in there, some interesting things that this was filmed a long time ago, but they don't really say that. With this, with the exception of one scene, I think it's the D. Snyder scene where it says like recorded in 1990. Oh no, yeah, in 2019. Yeah, but I was realizing that I, I think a, I think all of those interviews were done in 2019. <clears throat> Because I mean, he probably did it before COVID, maybe. Yeah, it was right before, and I think it was scrapped for a while. It was like, or not scrapped, shelved for a while, and yeah. uh, because because I noticed like one of the first interviews they they do is they talk to that Janet from uh, Vixen, mm-hmm. and, and it's like a whole thing about how she's like a dentist now and stuff like that. But the yeah. thing about it is, if you look, you know, if you look at the her thing, she she's no longer a dentist. In twenty twenty, she lost her uh, her dental oh, license, her hygienist why? license. So obviously, it's like. Oh, like okay, that this must be old interview when twenty nineteen when she still had her her license. So it's so that so I, they don't point that out in the video for except for one guy. And I'm like, it's kind of weird that they just don't say this was shot like in twenty nineteen. I don't know if you can see that because of the uh, light, but look the at lighting, the lacing yeah. on that. That is oh, yeah, a, that is a beer clean glass. That, uh, which... that was gonna yeah. Also kind of interesting because it's also a fruited beer too, right? So you yeah. would think that it's it's hard to get lacing on a fruited beer. It is a goza though, so I wonder if that has anything to do with mm, it. It's a it's not as heavy. It's not like a heavily fruited smoothie sour, quote unquote. I get you. I get you. Uh, but yeah, nice lacing on that. That's, I I do appreciate the beer clean glasses. And you know they got that um, was it three um, three bath uh, system in the background. <laughs> uh, let's see. So we're we're I'm here because of the summer fest that's occurring tomorrow, uh, and basically everybody's going to be there. Um, it's, uh, I did the VIP thing. So I get the one hour, uh, preview, uh, or early entrance to meet the brewers, which is going to be pretty cool. I'm going to start oh. bugging them for interviews. And then you, I'm sure, you know, a few of these guys are, I'm sure, uh, uh, is Adroid theory going to be there or not? They are not. I don't think What they're like, aren't they around the block somewhere? Or, they're uh, about two hours out. I mean, they're, oh, they're, so they're still, yeah, that's still uh, close. Toss. To <laughs> yeah. They're a stone's throw. I think of, oh, okay. but no, no, uh, hmm. Weldworks will be here though. I think Drecker will be here, so I'll, I'll I'll probably see some of those guys there tomorrow. I'm sure, assuming that they're there, because this you know a lot of times breweries will send uh, representatives or just the, the beer itself and you know, somebody else pour it. Yes, so we'll see who shows up uh, tomorrow. I'll hassle them for some uh, interviews. I just did that uh, that gold brewing interview uh, with Derek Galinosa on uh, on Wednesday. We put oh, that up that's on right. the uh, yeah. on the website. I'm gonna take a trip to San Diego good to go check it out. Probably record a show from from the place. It's an okay. inter- it's it's an interesting thing. I don't know if I, I told you, but there there's a facility that has uh that has equipment, and then they lease out the space to beer to brew the beer. Yeah, that makes sense. I've, I've that that's been going on for a while. Haven't we? We've mentioned that there's been there's breweries are like satellite breweries that do that. Like they'll like you know, and then you could just come in and brew. I, I almost feel like isn't that the way that uh, Replicant does it? Like, uh, don't they hire out like a yeah. like an area to brew their their beer? 
Yeah, we can't talk about that. Oh, <laughs> can't talk about that. Wait, is it like in Shibley's house? Like really? Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> can't talk about that. It's in the gas station. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's in the back. <laughs> we, can't, we cannot talk about that. Like, sh- uh, but uh, no, but so and but their tasting rooms attached to attached as well. So okay. there's uh, their brewing uh, brewing equipment and the tasting room, and there's three breweries located in this facility. So Gold Brewing is one of them now. So. I'm gonna go down there in a couple of weeks and go uh, do a show and, and check out the new uh, check out the new spot in San Diego. Wait, San Diego, right? In San Diego, yes. it, San Diego was a huge beer mecca. Is it still a huge beer mecca? Or have they lost like have they have they lost like breweries now? Oh no, I think they're still I think they're still at the forefront. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I think they <laughs> tons of them around there. I think I think they're all still there too. Who's besides maybe the Lost Abbey relocating? Alpine, the Lost Abbey, uh, Pizza Port. Are they have a Pizza Port over there? Or yeah, oh, that's Lost yeah. Abbey. That's Lost yeah. Abbey, isn't it? Um, they're all they're all they're all over there still. I would still say it's a it's a pretty uh, important spot in craft brewing in the country. Yeah. I think. Yeah, but every it seems like every week now you see that there's one or two breweries that's going under. So or companies that's. Speaking of which, I was sent, I sent you a thing with. Now, for first of all, everyone's buying Anchor Steam because everyone's posting pictures of of Anchor. On, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, you know, <laughs> just gotta, yeah, it does make. It, it, there is a weird thing about that. Obviously, they're still brewing beer because uh, Whittier just got like a whole bunch. Got Mm-mm. their you know twelve six. But they're not brewing anymore. No, so you're saying that this is the last of the of the beer? Supposedly. Oh, so that means I got to go out and buy like a <laughs> six pack of the of the Anchor Steam Lager. Like okay. up upcharged, like upcharged. Oh yeah, yeah it's twelve night. Yeah, yeah, it's about thirteen bucks for a six packs. But th- which I think is probably the same price. I don't think they're gonna. Uh, but I told you that uh, there's a there's a move that trying to gather funds. People are trying to gather funds to purchase that. Mm. So I don't know I don't if it's gonna. gonna get... I don't think it's gonna work though. I mean, I'm I'm you know it's you want you want you hope it does, but I don't think it's gonna work. Uh, TBD, because they're they're trying to uh to get people are trying to gather capital to purchase that to keep that legacy going. So that you it's know, everyone's like saying, everyone's saying like a fulfillment of a wish. It's just better just to dream it like happening. Than, uh, <laughs> Let it go. Have you got to the fulfillment of a wish of the uh, the Freud? And we're cue the uh the Ian Malcolm like they had their chance like uh and oh, like yeah, yeah, uh yeah. what is it like they've been selected to be uh extinct now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oppenheimer opened up yesterday, or I guess on Thursday. Uh, I, I definitely want to go see the theater. What they get the IMAX experience? Everybody's talking about the I, I the Oppenheimer versus Barbie, like uh, the <laughs> Barbie how is that even like a competition. How is that even competition? I mean, in my mind, it's like there's no, you know, it's nonsensical. But uh, yeah, it is a little embarrassing when you think of a toy and a beloved toy no doubt no, yeah, yeah. going a, up yeah, against yeah. one of the most important people in history in the history of the world yeah one 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 has changed science and you know the way we are and the other is it's a plastic plastic doll what <laughs> <laughs> one created one and 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 ended a war um yeah and, one in, yeah one has changed the the course of man like it's yeah. uh, and possibly one day how maybe Maybe we'll figure out the equations and send us out to the stars, you know, and the other one's a uh, plastic and, you know, it's like, <laughs> like, a it's, non- got like- a, it's got a little like a, like a, like a car and you, know, you drive around and like uh, a non anatomically correct. Uh, plastic yeah. Doll. It's like no anato- anatomically <laughs> incorrect. Uh, oh man. Uh, yeah. That's, I wouldn't, I don't, I think the Barbie's get, Barbie's getting good reviews, but I don't have no interest in that. It's probably, I mean, I mean, it's got a built in audience. It's like, I was talking about this before. Like it doesn't, I mean, you can make this movie about anything as long as it looks, as long as it has the colors and it's Barbie, 
That's all, you know, it doesn't matter. It's like, people are just going to go watch it. Now, are they going to watch it a second time? I don't know, but that's, you know, but at, at least they're going to give it one shot. Well, here's the other thing. Does Barbie still sell? I'm sure it does. I'm pretty sure it does. Cause I know like in our childhood that was, it rivaled, you know, GI Joe, you know, oh, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, the yeah. counterpart. Um, yeah. But I don't know if that's still, I don't know if they no, still I think sell. Really? I think, I think it's still pop, like a popular collector thing too. Like, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, I think definitely, definitely want to see Oppenheimer and IMAX maybe on Sunday. If I'm not too lagged, I can go, hmm. I can go check it out. I would like to see the number. Now you're speaking of the, the Barbie. I would like to see the numbers and how many units they sell compared to like Star Wars action figures. Now Barbie uh, has to beat Star Wars. I don't, I, unless you're putting out like the retro Star Wars figurines. I can't imagine anybody buying like the newer stuff, you know, like a Kylo Ren. You don't want like a Kylo yeah, Ren. Yeah. You don't want to cut. Oh man. Who's that yeah. one Android? What was that one movie? Um, gosh, what was the movie with the Android was like annoying. And then it finally gets blown up in the end. Was it solo? I think solo has like an annoying Android. in. Oh, it. I don't know. Yeah. I see. And it was like a, it was like, it's, it was like a, she's like, I, I want to say it was a female. The voice might've been like a female voice, but it was real annoying it was kind of like the Jar Jar Binks of the uh, oh, of, of Solo. So, like, is anybody buying that uh, that action figure? No. Uh, what do you have anything else for current events? No, just what I put there. I think the winning time was my uh, contribution. Okay. Uh, what do you want to do first? You got uh, City Primeval. You got Degrassi. You got. Well, we can go Degrassi. You can go. Yeah, we can go Degrassi. I mean, it's usually short and. One episode's a one ep- a disturbing episode and a throwaway episode. Like uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, first episode, the whole truth. Uh, you know, it's it's really starting to lose its focus for some reason, and I'm not quite sure why. I think they're trying to give more characters more screen time. Yeah, and yeah. They used to have the they used to have the A B story. It doesn't like there's an A B C. Oh yeah, it's story. going. You're right. You're absolutely right. This. This season, they're definitely trying to throw in more people instead of keeping it. I think it makes sense because it, it's getting more popular at this point, and they need to give the characters more like to. You're right, though. It's, it was two stories. It was Arthur and Yick with their side story, and then it was the main story. And now it's just like everybody's got like a little something to say now. Yeah, and it was formulaic, and now it's kind of a little chaotic. I wanted my structure of the A and B story. Now it's just yeah, all yeah, over the yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So this one features a uh, protest. They're protesting, uh, testing on animal, uh, testing products on animals. Right. And the main, the main uh, character is Liz. Liz. This is Liz's uh, flag to, to bear. And I guess her and, and Caitlin, I guess really. Yeah. Is- Caitlin too. But Liz is like the one that brings it up. She's like, God, see, this just makes me wonder like when they, when, when they, when they do, when they did the meetings for like the actors and the scripts and stuff like that, I feel like, you know, they, they probably like, they're not really sure who they have. Like they want who to play. Like like, who, like who's gonna be like the animal protest? Like the PETA, like you know, like the the pro PETA uh, uh, character in this. And they probably have like like three kids. They probably think about, and then they and then they let them decide. Like which one of us do you think would do this? And so Liz is like, oh, like I think this is something Liz would do. So like let's give it to uh, the, the actress who plays Liz. Uh, and then we have the I don't I don't even know who those two kids are with the with the sea monkeys. What are the, who who were those two kids? Yeah, that's a uh, Bard and uh, Scooter. Bard yeah. and Scooter, which is the names are so like ridiculous too. But it's Bartholomew mm. and Scooter. Scooter, Scooter, we know because Scooter was involved with the uh, the one the Joey Jeremiah bullying episode. So so we remember him from that. Where we get to remember gets in a fight with Dwayne and the, the Cheetos and and stuff like yeah. that. That was Scooter. Bartholomew, not so much. He's still kind of a side character that that they're forced. I, I do season three is kind of forcing you into like 
trying to like these characters, like the Dorothy character, like like you don't really care about them, but somehow they're being forced upon you. I'm trying to figure out what's next here in my my list. Okay, I think so you're I like think taking I, the uh, you're 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 smell you're doing an aroma. Yeah, and I think I I think I'm I'm I always think I'm right, probably not right. Uh, I'm gonna do another pour. This one's called Hey Hey Echo Echo, oh, yeah. and this is a collab with Oxbow Monkish yeah. and other half. Yeah, so, this is on um, my uh, list. You sent me a, a wish list, and this was one of the cans I said to bring back. Yeah, so a big, uh, big, huge collaboration between these four breweries. It's a six percent alcohol by volume. Uh, what do you have another Ch- beer over there? Yeah, shockingly low though for like a like a monkish. I, you know, you <laughs> can't. I think a monkish, and I think of a little bit higher ABV. What do you got over there? I'm on a I'm on a, a time frame. What's going on? Oh jeez! I think you said like, oh, I got I got I got all the time in the world. Like I'm, I got the I'm going with the replicant beer. I think I've had the other two oh. cans. You gave me I've, I've I've had those before, but I'm not sure if I had them on the show. Yeah, I told you there was gonna be some repeats uh, for the next oh, couple okay. of weeks because okay. I have a bunch of uh, stuff. So I'm going I got with the ones the next... I haven't I haven't had before. So this is yeah, replicants but... latest. Oh, what is it called? This is called. I have no idea. <laughs> this is called Malformation. Oh, okay. Hazy IPA featuring Citrus Strata and Saz, utilizing Helio Gazer. And I believe this is a what straight IPA? Six, probably six percent. Yeah, I believe I can that beer too, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Okay. Oh, okay. So so if <laughs> any defects in here, I can just blame you. Like, <laughs> I believe I can that. Uh do you have a port already? Yes, I do. Right. Pretty clear. Wait, this is a hazy? Here we go. Cheers. How's it? Yeah, I guarantee you that I picked the right beer out of that lineup. I know my uh, I know my Monkish and my Monkish collabs and other half. We've had quite a bit of other half now by now, right? We have oh, a bunch yeah, of them. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this this one's all over the all over the place. Joey's in this with that crazy radio nonsense. I uh, gosh, I have like a weird theory about the radio station and Joey and stuff like that. Like, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but like at the end of this like arc, the uh, the radio arc, man, I couldn't help but feel that the that there's two females that are in this episode at the at the workplace. There's the receptionist, yeah. the English uh-huh. uh, receptionist, and then there's the uh, the reoccurring doctor character, like yeah. the. the the Dr. Drew character, I swear both of them are like flirting with Joey at, some, <laughs> at one point. They're, they're, really, they're like, it's like, I mean, I know that Joey has like high, high charisma. Mm-hmm. And I swear they're like fl- flirting with him. Is he of age at this point? Did we talk uh, about that? Um, no, no. Did, did we say 16 is he's the 19. age? 19's about 14. So and I think he's still got a year to go. Okay. So he's almost 16, which I believe is the age of consent in oh, Canada. Is it for- 16, yeah, yeah. Because, well, I mean, we've already seen a couple of episodes where, like, this has been pointed out that unlike the 18 here in California, yeah. like, it's it's okay. Like, uh, 16's okay. Uh, remember that, reminds me of that line from uh, Justified, where he's like, if we were in Kentucky, like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, oh jeez. I like that show. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I mean, I know you're out. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, but you uh, also have the back, you also have the ability to, because you've seen the original series. Yeah. I have not. Uh, let's see. So, um, Caitlin's trying to get Liz to write something for the, for the digest about the protests. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the whole thing about testing, uh, 
products intended for man on animals first. Right. They show that one disturbing video of like they the show rabbit. a lot of disturbing <laughs> video. It's like, like I, I think I, I put down like like they watch the faces of death video. Like, <laughs> like they're literally watching the faces of death. <laughs> the faces of death. Uh, this is all over the place. Uh, the the kids want to see creatures, and then the teacher just gives the one. What's the teacher? Miss Avery is that her name? Yeah, Miss Avery. Yeah, she puts goldfish in there. Yeah. The, the interesting thing about this is this is this is an actual true thing because I because I bought sea monkeys back in the day and threw them into I think I just threw them into the bathtub just to see what they would look like and you know, of course it was just like nothing there. Yeah. But so it's it's something that really should just be like a passing thing instead of like a like a whole like acting like scene. It should oh, just be yeah. like a passing thing. Hey, I got some I got some uh, monk you know some uh, sea monkeys and that should be the end of it. But it winds up being like a like a drawn out thing. I'm not sure why responsibility or something. I don't know. Uh, and then so we talk about picking sides on this protest and testing on animals and is is it appropriate? And some of the kids are saying, hey, yeah, my dad works at the factory. Be, be, oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's fired. a character that just introduced that the redhead, it's a redheaded character, Tr- Trisha, who I'm not, I guess she's like one of the editors on the paper, I think, or something like that. I'm not really sure because it's funny because they do mention Nancy like in a passing like like joking way that she was awful as an editor. And, oh, and and I swear that Nancy was the editor last week, so it's kind of weird. Like she's gone. <laughs> now, so. Uh, yeah, so, and so, so Trisha doesn't want to be on it because the because her father works for the company or one of the companies. Yeah, and Liz is super hardcore. She's just like, I don't oh yeah, care she's well. hardcore. She's Peta. Yeah, she's she's yeah. she's full on Peta now. Because even even when Caitlin finally says like, hey, they test my medication on animals. And oh I yeah, need yeah. That medication. Like, so so? <laughs> <laughs> so so so. So what if you die? Like, like, she's yeah, like pretty, pretty much, pretty much. And then let's see. Uh, I don't know why they keep on showing Alexa. She's probably the, the one character I like. Yeah, the she's least. annoying. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she's she's up there on the on on the on one of the worst characters. Yeah, she's she's with BLT. She's with Simon. She goes back and forth. I mean, and she's and she's awful. She's she's. She's like she's no she's she wants what she wants and then you know and th- and this one this tries to give her a little redemption in there like oh maybe you're right but you know she's never gonna change like she's always gonna be like that. Uh, let's see, Joey's trying to get the tape across, uh, and then ultimately uh, he he keeps leaving the tape for people to find and then yeah, yeah. the secretary's I, always chastising him about. I that. like this though, but I mean I, I you know as as a guy that's I mean I mean at least he's taking initiative. I mean yeah. well, nobody else is doing it. I mean Wheels is gone. He's got his problems. Uh, Snake doesn't care. Snake's, you know, you know, I don't know what he's doing, but he's, you know, but Joey's the only one that actually believes that there's a, you know, there's a, I can, I can fulfill the, the wish, you know, the. Uh... <laughs> well, and and we and we learned from the uh, from the documentary that, and what we learned from the way I'm like that's pretty much what you do. You go down, yeah, you, you exactly, you down doors yeah. until although, you get a contract. Although we, I would, I've learned from the Wham documentary, and I learned from the uh, the the heavy metal documentary that it. it pays and helps to live by somebody famous whether oh, it be yeah. a manager or, or another famous musician because that's john really bon, how you're going to get john bon jovi is john bon jovi yeah yeah hey, i just happen to live by, down the block by john bon jovi and then go work at go work the guitar center in hollywood oh yeah yeah we go work at the uh the liquor at the licorice pizza and then, uh, yeah it does oh, help shoot. to be and be at certain areas you know so Joey gets fired, and but Doctor Sally listens to the tape and gives him a compliment, saying, "Hey, it's really good. Keep up, keep it up." A, a flirty Doctor Sally, by the nah. way. Come on, like, oh Joey, oh I like that song. Come on, like, come on. I mean, I get she's trying to boost his confidence. Yeah, she's Joey's encouragement. Got confident. Joey's got like confidence. No. It's not like she's looking at him going, "Oh, it's depressed kid. I gotta, I gotta help him out. I gotta give she, him a little word." 
Deep down, she thinks that song's horrible, but she's still, she's still giving them words of encouragement. That's even worse. That's even more like suspect. That's even see now if it's a good song, she likes it. I get it, but if it's what? suspect, if you're doing that, that's suspect what? now. That is Turn suspect. Here. Uh, <laughs> did you know that someone someone was wearing a Depeche Mode shirt in this? Uh, oh show? yeah, yeah. I noticed that down oh, the notes. Okay. I believe. Yeah, I think that's the punk girl. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's somebody. It's one of the throwaway characters. She's got a Depeche Mode shirt on. Yeah. Uh, and then that's pretty much about it. I, I went out of order because there is no order in this episode. Yeah. I mean, Kaylin does make the argument because then you realize you see a recurring theme too, where there's a makeup theme and then there's the medication theme. Yeah. And then the medication, but the, the, the medication is what Kate, because I show Caitlin taking her medication, I think for the first time. And there's a reason why, because it's going to play out in the end where Caitlin's uh, and Caitlin learned a lesson early on. I remember the whole thing with the, uh, the, uh, the, the scantily clad uh, 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 women and the uh, Joey getting into it with LD, and then I, I got I got to do both sides of the story. So Kaylin, so Kaylin, Kaylin has to have like, she can't be like, oh, I can't just make this one side. I got now I got to go with like with two sides of this. And then of course Liz doesn't like that. She's like, oh, like, you're either with us or you're against us. Uh, Starcrossed is another throwaway episode. Yeah, this is this is a yeah. I'm I'm not a fan of the twins. I, I, it's whenever they're there, you know, it's just gonna be like, oh, uh, and it's gonna be the same uh, thing. Like, oh, let's swap in and out, and yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so one of the twins has a thing for is a kid's name Clutch. Clutch, that is correct. Is yeah. that because he has a car? Is that what is that? Or, or probably, it, yeah, probably. Probably. And they probably like ask him, do you want to be turbo or do you want to be clutch? <laughs> like, turbo. Or, or maybe clutch. he's an athlete that comes through. Like, when, nah, no, nah, like, the guy's, he's guy's in the definitely not a jock. Well, you know, although maybe that might be because I, I think I recall him wearing a letterman in this. Oh, in, see. We, we do find out that he's a junior, that Paul, him and Paul are juniors in this episode. So they are older. They're not, I thought they were sophomores, but they're actually juniors. Yeah, he plays baseball, and then at the bottom of the ninth inning, hit like a, a walk off oh, home run. Oh yeah, the clutch. yeah, clutch. Yeah, <laughs> nah, it's a car. It's a car. You wish you were clutch. That'd be cool mm-hmm. if you were. We do get to find out about Canadian bowling in this episode. Oh <laughs> no, not those little balls. Is that? See, I, I was going to ask you. Wait, is that a thing? Like, I know we have like weird bowling type stuff here, like the, like the yeah, the you know the dark, and you we have, they have these little like uh, like balls. <laughs> what is that? I'm assuming that's Canadian bowling. That's not that's not American bowling. <laughs> or is it just because it's because it's for a it's a charity thing? I think it's a no, charity, and they I think that's bowling balls. in Canada. It's just like a like we have big balls. They have small ones. Like what, I'm gonna going to ask on? my Canadian uh, followers out there if that's a thing. Yeah, I, I, I think this is just Canada. a thing. I think this is just a charity thing. <laughs> oh, let's see, BLT. Oh, so this is one. Is this the one where where uh, Alexa dumps BLT or BLT is like blowing her off and yeah, uh, she yeah. gets back to Simon. Yeah, yeah. I think I want him back now. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so the whole thing about one of the twins is into Clutch and then we find out that Clutch is into Lucy. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not into you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so, I, I, I don't, I don't understand <laughs> the, the, like, Gosh, man, I know it's a weird thing to say, but I, I, what is it about Lucy that's so special? Like, like, <laughs> this is a writer thing, like a writer projecting, like uh, Lucy's <laughs> like, like Lucy is just kind of like, like kind of plain. I don't know, like that's just like a weird thing. Like, why Lucy? Yeah, and and I mean, it is typical of middle school and high school where you date, like the dating pool is is fixed. It's fixed, so you're constantly dating people that your friends and your exes, oh, that's your, true. Yeah, your yeah, friends' yeah. ex. So. That, that true, part man. I accepted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But you would think that, well, I, mean, I don't know, maybe he was into her because Paul was into her. I don't know. <laughs> well, he would, which also brings up another pl- another thing for me. Like, okay, 
if you, I oh gosh, I know this sounds like really stupid and cruel and like bad, like bad, but easy. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of weird that like because they come off. Clutch comes off as like an a hole too. Kind of yes. that kind of has that you know he's an a hole and he's obviously I assume he's out for one thing. You yes. know, he's, you know he's a junior. He's you know he wants to take advantage. But we know that Lucy, the, Lucy's not like to quote them fast, you know. So it's it is it's kind of weird. Yeah, because you think if the if if Paul had confirmed that she did have sex oh, yeah. with them, oh, yeah. then Clutch yeah. would be, oh yeah, now I want to yeah, exactly, sleep with her. exactly. But it's the opposite, or maybe Clutch feels like, oh, this is a challenge. Like now, it's a challenge now. <laughs> so he's uh he's uh they're they're hitting it off, and one of the twins is upset. Whoever's into him, and is there really? I don't even know if there's a secondary story to this. Is there a secondary story to this? No, it's, I think it's the again, Alexa it's Simon, Alexa Simon, and that, yeah, it's pretty much it. And they, oh, the, the other, oh no, no, there is there, yeah, there is a secondary part. Oh, the wheels, wheels is back. like yeah. wheels, yeah, the wheels like blows up and finally gets into it, like uh, <laughs> again, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't taking it anymore. Like, like, like we're like we're not gonna take it anymore. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, he does. Uh, like. He's getting bullied at, by one of yeah, the yeah, old yeah. upperclassmen, and then the kid says, "Hey, what are you gonna do? Go cry to your parents." Oh yeah, and then that yeah, triggers yeah, yeah. Uh, Wheels because obviously oh, his yeah. parents are dead. Yeah, yeah, and Wheels go. Yeah, Wheels lets him have it. Yeah, yeah so that was a cool, a realistic scene. Uh, yeah, 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 anger. yeah. And then, an argument that is the best thing of the whole whole uh, episode. Yeah, it really is a throwaway episode. This, this this series is declining fast, my friend. Very fast. <laughs> I think it's. I think the, this it gets better when it's with the better characters. The the throwaway characters are just that they're throwaway. You don't want to. You don't care about them, but the yeah, ones but, that you do care about, theirs are going to be more. Theirs are more like uh, those. Are, they're better stories. Yeah, that's the wheels, and he's not even. He doesn't even go to school anymore. Like uh, yeah, but his story ain't over either, though. <laughs> oh, See, that's okay, what I'm saying. Okay. So yeah, you know. Uh, let's see. What do you want to do next? Uh, heavy metal. Uh, yeah, let's Greta do it or justified. Okay. Now I might as well do the uh, I want to uh, I want to rock. It's relatively. Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's just kind of more like a thing you just watch because like I've been through it, so it's yeah. like you know, it's yeah, it's pretty much. And oddly enough, I think I learned more outside of the documentary than I did inside. Uh, I, wanted, I wanted to confirm some things, and I'm like, wait a minute, how come they don't talk about that? Like, I want to know about that. And, yeah, it's it's not. It's a very superficial chronicling of the 80s heavy metal wave oh, yeah. and it's also all over the place too it's like 88 then it goes back to 83 and then it's like it's like they're bouncing all over the place it's it, it, it does a weird format because at the beginning it follows like me four uh, uh musicians up and coming and then like maybe toward the latter half it kind of did, then it really does kind of go over yeah, all yeah. over the they, place they pull that book open and it's like then there was motley Cruz too fast for love <laughs> uh, and it was the beginning of glam rock and or you know or something like that 80s glam rock so and then there thing, was like like docking which i which i i, I didn't even know docking would was like a big glam rock band so well, that, that's a take these chains yeah uh, no, taking the chain <laughs> Are breaking the chains. Uh, I will say, I I think we have to revisit that uh, Too Fast for Love album for oh, the next episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mark, it, it, Mark, Mark hates Molly Crew, but that is a classic. <laughs> and I and like you know, and I I often re- relate the story. Like the first time I and I still remember the first time I heard them. You know, walking into uh, to my high school first day, first day going into the uh, the gym, and it was a couple of heavy metal kids there, and they had, they had the Ghetto Blaster, and they had the cassette tape of Too Fast for Love in there. And and that had to be when the album had just dropped, I think 80, 83 or eighty four. When it just it was relatively new because I had never heard it before. And then hearing it was either "Take Me to the Top" or uh, uh, "Livewire." Yeah, and I remember going just immediately on that first listening. It was like, whoa, like wow, like what, like what is that? Like, you know, it's it was that catchy of a song that I was like, wow, I'm in, like I'm in. 
Like I don't, I, I don't understand why Mark. I mean, I get like smoking in the boys' room, like the later. The, I don't the think later, Mark really likes hair stuff. Mark, Mark, Mark's more into like that. The uh, what is it? The the new wave of British metal type stuff. Like, okay. uh, and he, you know, I, you know, May, you know, Maiden's like the thing. You know? Yeah. So uh, he's more into that. And these guys are like the poser guys. You know. Maybe we'll listen to that first album and some of those videos. For I thought we listened to that. I thought we already did that. Did we go through? Uh, um, I don't think so. I don't I think, think we so. did. I, think I don't we think did. so. <laughs> Do it again. We're doing. Redu- we're being redundant. No, no we wouldn't have done that. What's wrong with you? I have, I have all these shows catalog. I swear we went over. I can remember talking about every one of those songs. No, no. Maybe with like Mark a, like uh, debating like the merits. Of no, each I was track. like, oh yeah. Remember, remember, um, I, oh, it might have been because we were watching. Uh, the uh, what's the was it the watch a series the dirt on the, the dirt well oh, yeah, the dirt yeah we're watching the dirt so we're kind of going over the songs I guess no we didn't do that for the show though I think we did we? <laughs> I remember going over the songs <laughs> nah yeah, they better do look at the, uh, the doing it again thing. doing it again <laughs> uh, so this is I want to rock the eighties metal dream that just uh, pre- uh, premiered on uh, was it Netflix what what did it, what, what, what did it come out in um, yeah, what is it on? Uh, oh, come on! We should know this. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't Netflix. It wasn't. It might have been Max or something. It was. Uh, it was not Netflix. For that's Paramount sure. Plus. I think you said. Oh, oh yeah, Paramount Plus. On. What's going on here? I mean, it's all the same to me at this point now. We're supposed to be professional. Supposed to be professional. Wait, so now we have to give credit to the service now. Yeah, we need to. We need to. We need to we, people want to stream it. People, they need to know where to stream it from. Oh, Come I'm on. well. You're assuming I'm recommending it. That's that's the thing too. <laughs> okay, it's on it's on Amazon. There you go. Oh, so it is on. Oh, Amazon. Uh, Amazon pa- pa- Paramount Plus. Got it. Okay. Paramount Plus. Uh, and I won't be. I will not be watching any more of this for the I, record. I will. I will because it's just like it's just like a nostalgia thing. Like you know, they they show stuff in this that is very nostalgic. You know, that whole thing with all like the heavy metal kids on 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 the strip on Hollywood. You know, like that. Yeah. I, that's it. Brings back memories. All. All those, all those ghastly, garish uh, um, um, flyers that are hanging up, you know, and and, and it, this carried over to all of LA, you know, whether it be like, you know, so our cousin, one of our cousins was a uh, big into heavy metal this time, he was a bass player, and uh, and so they were doing the same, so they were like mimicking all that stuff they were doing. They were, you know, the flyers were going all over like the, yeah. the area that he, that you know, area that you know all too well. They were going up around that area, so every, so imagine where you live at, but there's flyers plastered all over the place, you know, back in the eighties. Yeah, it's a it, the the story the storytelling methods in this are are very confusing yeah, for me. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know. Like, I wish they would have said, "Hey, this is the way we're going to tell the story," and stick to one method of doing that. Because yeah. in the in the just the opening, like the first three minutes, they start talking about hair bands and Aquanet, and we talk about we see the 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 vixen woman from uh, and she's a dentist. Yeah, and Janet, just, and it's kind of like. There's no context with what's going on. Yeah, and- I I feel like the the point though that they're trying to make with this, with, with the exception of Skid Row, the uh, the other Vixen and the uh, gosh, who's the other band they show? Uh, there's a couple of Wing- bands Winger? they show. Winger, yeah, Winger, and you know, and and this goes back, and I can vouch for this. Vixen and Winger, for for myself and for like other people that are, a lot of kids that are around me, heavy metal kids, they were non like they, nobody cared for them. And I think they kind of point that out, like, especially Winger. Everybody hated Winger. As far as I remember, it might have been like one kid, but they were bands that were not going to make it. And they kind of point that out at the end, like, it doesn't matter. Even if you get an album out, nobody, it's like nobody cared. 
<laughs> like, you know. Oh. And Skid Row, that's one of the other ones. Yeah, but so. Skid Row actually does have hits, though. Like, you know, like, like I always, like, say, like, you can tell, like, when a metal band was popular because they 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 were on the jukebox of my pizza place. So you knew they had popularity. Uh, And so the, so just in the opening three minutes, they talk about the movement to heavy metal. And then, like, they were talking about it being done with grunge. So, like, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Opening yeah. Really weird. Weird. That should yeah, be the hear- end. Yeah. yeah, it's like, wait a minute, like, why is that in the beginning? Or started <laughs> off with that and then go back to the beginning, but it's just like, it's, it's, what, like, why is it, why are they even talking about that? Yeah. And we hear like Kurt Cobain and they show the picture of him and like, that's, uh, that's, and we got that from the Dio doc. The Dio too, thing. Or, yeah. Yeah. Right? Dio's are, yeah. They already did that already. But then again, <laughs> like I said, I believe this was done in 2019. It was done earlier. So maybe that was before. Uh, let's see. So we get introduced to all the characters. There's, uh, Snake Sabo from Skid Row, yeah. Janet Gardner from Vixen, Kip Winger, uh, and John Karabi, who I have no idea. Who yeah, that I was. see. I know about him because <laughs> because remember I went through the uh, I've read the Dirt the book, uh, and and he pops up in the Dirt the book, and also I went through the uh, discography of uh, Motley Crue to listen to his actual vocals. He does vocals on one album, and I believe on one like EP, I think it is. And then the third album that he appears in, he doesn't, he, I think he does like backup or something like that, like, or maybe instrumental guitars, but he doesn't sing in that. And basically they're trying to get rid of him at that time. So you know, it's like, it's like, Hey, we got to bring back Vince for the band. It's like, cause this guy's his, his, you know, even though I, I believe it was, I think it was Tommy who liked him. Like uh-huh. he wanted to keep him, but everybody else was like the manager. Like, Oh no, you got to get rid of that guy. He's like, he just, his voice isn't cutting it. And I believe, like, he actually filed a lawsuit against them after, which they don't even mention in the thing. But he filed a lawsuit against uh, Molly Crew. No, you've heard the, you've heard him sing. Is he any good or no? Nah, it's 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 definitely not Molly Crew. It's one you listen to it, and it's definitely not Molly Crew. <laughs> one might say it's at least when I listen to Blaze ba- ba- Bailey, I know it's still Iron Maiden because of the instruments. And it's, and it's Steve Harris writing all that stuff still, it's, right? Exactly. So you know it's Iron Maiden music. This because because you know, man, gosh, you know, Nikki Six's writing isn't exactly like the greatest <laughs> writing of all time. It's it's hard to tell. It's even Motley Crue. You know? <laughs> uh, but I'm sure that they must, there must be uh, there must be audio of him singing like the classic uh, Motley Crue stuff, right? Because when they uh, go to the concert, when they so. perform, they got to so. perform the old stuff too, no? No, I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. And also, I think I think what happened too on that on gosh, is it? No, he he actually appears on the Motley Crue. Uh, what's it called? The eponymous. What, what's what's it called when you when you name an album after your own like your your band? Yeah, it's, eponymous. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. It's so he's on that Motley Crue album, and I believe I want to say that the songs are probably written for Vince. So now he's got to change like his vocal rate. You know, he's got like oh, I can, you know, and it's, it's just not going to sound right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's kind of all. Open. So they interview everyone that's kind of talking about how how Hollywood used to be with the bands. I, I do like the like all the you're like you were saying the flyers with the like the badly oh, yeah. photocopied pictures. Oh yeah, those <laughs> ghastly colored like pink pink like like puke green salmon. Like <laughs> yeah, salmon colored. Yeah, they were. I mean, you know, it's it's so weird because I have vivid memories of those things everywhere. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, if you were in the LA area and there was a heavy metal band or a party at somebody's backyard. Those things were were postered, put on the po everywhere, yep. like on the especially like the bus stops. They were like on there. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. I just remember that on any photo was like poor quality. You know, obviously, oh, yeah, the yeah, technology yeah, yeah. isn't what it and is. And punk now. also did this too. This is also a punk thing. They they did the same thing. They did similar thing too. Uh, we do see um, 
Vicky Hamilton, who I guess was the original manager of Motley. Was she the manager? Was she really like a de facto? I don't know. I don't know if she's de facto. You read the book. Yeah, but I don't think, I think she was, it's more like of a word thing, probably like, hey, can I be your manager? And just, and then uh, Nikki Six is like, sure. But he's, you know, I'm sure Nikki told everybody, a lot of people, sure. Like, yeah, you know, but you know, the guy's like, I mean, he was literally stealing albums from her. (laughs) Like this, is it really like, you know. Uh, you know, as much as this first episode shows a bunch of Motley Crue, there's no Motley Crue in this. Yeah, right? they do show they do show the clip of the uh, is it the Live Wire like video like probably like one of my probably the best like Motley Crue video where they actually look cool. This is before they go full out like too too uh, like too young to follow. <laughs> they still have like a semblance where Nikki actually looks cool, and then Vince doesn't look. He's got that like red leather on, and he got the skulls and the pentagram. They actually mm-hmm. still look. They are like wait. This is before they go full glam, you know. So we started out following these these characters, and then then they we then we changed the story the storytelling method and with those memor those old school memor Memorex tapes, which I which uh, I saw. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that old school uh, Memorex tape. Oh and yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They throw it in the, in the tape deck with the date and the location. So I think the first one's 1983 with uh, in Los Angeles. And we we see the umlaut from uh, the crew from Motley Crue, so it's like okay, they're talking. They're, they're, we're gonna see some Motley Crue stuff. Uh, come to my show, the Flyers. And then we go to New York City. Ellis uh, Cooper. Yeah, Winger. Winger gets a job with the. It's and oddly enough, this is probably that should be the end of Winger's story. And you know, and the the guy makes the biggest mistake of his career. At least, at least I think so. In my my personal opinion. You stay with you stay with Vin, uh, with uh, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper's hugely popular. Everybody loves Alice Cooper, no matter through, all through the era. You know, the guy could have wrote the crappiest songs, but everybody loves him. Like, why would you leave the band? Like, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Ego. It's always ego. Well, it, pay, it didn't pay off in the end for him. That's for sure. He was he, he didn't go the route of deal. Uh, let's see. We see the we so we see the history of that. Um, let's see. Bon Jovi is uh, is uh, is it Kip Winger's neighbor? Is that whose neighbor? Who's the neighbor for who's Bon Jovi now? No, that's the other guy. That's the the Sabo because that that's what Skid oh. Row. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, because then they bring on Sebastian Bach. Yeah, because uh, the original singer Fallon, like nobody likes him. It's like, oh, the guy really. He's an okay singer, but he's not. He's not the front man. Let's be honest. Bands do need a front man. You need somebody to stand in, and they start showing that thing of like like David Lee Roth. You need, oh, you need yeah. a special. Uh, what was it called? What's that French word? Je ne sais quoi. Oh like, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. You need to have that presence. You need to have the energy, exactly. that sexuality. Yeah, That's without front a front man, man you're yeah. not going to be much. That, that with, if we, we know that the success of any band is going to be on that front man. Got to be gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Got to be sexual. Got to oh, be yeah. uh, well, semi nude. Not necessarily 100 percent of the time, because there's some there's some front men who don't fit the billing of having like the beautiful long hair. You know, I could point out uh, Kevin DeBro of Quiet Riot. The guy was already going <laughs> bald at like back in the day, so with the didn't perm. exactly have like that perfect perfect mm-hmm. heavy metal eighties hair. All right, I'm gonna go for my next pour. Uh, this right. is called Integral. It's an eight percent, uh, brand new hazy double IPA brooding collaboration. Gosh, man, it's jet lag. I swear it's not the it's not the beer. Brooding collaboration with our friends at Two Robbers. Brewed with a heaping pile of oats, uh, and citra hops. Let's try this. I'm assuming this is going to be it. What do you got over there? I will go with Wellworks Juicy Bits. I believe this is oh, the double dry nice. hop uh, Juicy Bits. Yeah, you yeah. can't go wrong. Oh yeah, yeah I've had that. this. Yeah, this is this is a really good one. 
I'm gonna be stroking out here. My my language is my language skills. You know how you get in the plane and they say you have like the, those aneurysms like that happen because you is sit it possible that when you're in a plane? Can you get the same effect of like that you get like when you're a submarine because like the pressure is like different? Is it maybe. possible for that to happen? Like a, maybe, but I've had probably about maybe three hours of sleep probably. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna blame that. Not not the beer. Here we go. Cheers. Was it? Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, let's see. So we yeah. see the history. We see MC5. We see the well, well, stages. Well, oh. well also right. the side note of uh, Sabo. Uh, they have to give it a Fallon, and they get the uh, controversial Sebastian Bach, who's who's. <laughs> it was obviously this guy's so full of himself. Good looking dude. He can sing, and I think they see they meet him at like a wedding or something like that. Like he's singing at a wedding. Yes. And the guy's so the guy's really full of himself. But isn't that what it takes though to be like to be the yeah. front man? Oh yeah, you have to have that presence. You have to have that. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. you got to be the cock of the walk. Is that what it's called? The uh, yeah, for sure. And he, uh, and he literally and he literally mentions that. Like, I'm using the other term, cock of the walk, but he comes yeah. in. And, oh yeah, yeah. I'm like a like, nine like, inch yeah. uh, <laughs> member. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. going on here? <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> He's like six three, six four, or six five. Yeah. He's like super and it's tall. Like, but the thing is, like, like why are you telling me that? <laughs> like, what does that mean? Like, what? It's like stand back. <laughs> if you get yeah, a line, I'm gonna mean? smack you around. <laughs> so they, so they, so they start talking about the how how music progressed. And again, I mentioned MC Five, The Stooges, oh, yeah, Alice yeah. Cooper, Ted Nugent. I'm not quite sure why Ted is Ted Nugent belong in that category. He's a he's Southern rock, so I'm not really sure how that goes. And then it shows uh, England. They show Zeppelin, Deep Purple, Iron Maiden, and then they stop yeah. at like Black Sabbath. Yeah, everything the... everything goes back to Black Sabbath. Who are the Godfathers of of doom metal? They're like yeah. the, the yeah. We forget how influence. I mean, because you know we we were we were listening to them when they came out. We forget how we, I think do we, do. I mean, maybe I I'll speak for myself. I get I forget how influential they were to everybody else. Oh yeah, no no they yeah yeah. Like the the thing the thing I'm trying to remember back in the day of the Mighty Six Nights, did they ever play any Black Sabbath on there? No way, no way. That was that was KLOS and KNEC. Oh, There's okay, no so way. That they it wasn't that wasn't radio friendly. Pink like Pink Floyd's uh, a rock band, huh? They played Pink Floyd. They're a rock band. Yeah, but they played just one song that that uh, another brick <laughs> in the wall part two like five billion times. I like, yeah, I can't listen. I cannot. I cannot listen to that song anymore. I can listen to one in one in uh, three, but I can't. He's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. three is great. Kidding me? <laughs> I can't listen to two anymore. That's uh, funny. Uh, then, then we start talking about Van Halen and Quiet Riot and Twisted Sister. Oh yeah, Van um, Halen being so. But it's weird. There's also that little weird because I'm talking to the to the to the the uh, author of that one book that rock like the supposed yeah. to be the Bible of like like metal. Yeah, and she's all like, I wouldn't call like Van Halen a metal band, but they're like they're the ones that everybody like looked at. You know, they're from LA, Pasadena. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and. Gosh, man, I say that I I can still say that that first album is more metal than most of the the, the hair band stuff that came after. So I'm not I'm sure what she's talking about. That first album is so good, and I think I think we did it for the show, maybe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because remember, I told you I'm yeah. the one that said, I'm the one that always like points that out. Like I'm not a big Van Halen career fan. In fact, the fact the first album is it. It's like they hit the apex and everything was kind of downhill. And don't get me wrong, they did. You know, obviously they have songs that are popular after from other albums. But that was the de facto rock album. That was it. You, you, everything was right. The guitars are right. The vo- the yeah. vocals are right. Everything's right. 
And I think I think we both agree that that it's almost a perfect album. Oh yeah, almost yeah, almost. It's got like a you know a couple of songs that that I would have like you know got you know that, uh, that, like ice, that ice cream, cream man, man. <laughs> ice cream man. Like I would have pulled that. I'm not sure what that. That's like David's ego, I think. Like you know, like it's like I'm sexual. Like if we're gonna we're, I'm gonna do my sexual. Yeah, exactly uh, that metaphor. That, that, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you I can do that like that. You know, it's like you know I'm, I can do that. Scat. I'm gonna do some scat. Scatting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, but that first album was definitely rock and roll. It's definitely metal. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah. I, I think I think people, you know, it's it's like Motley Crue. I think that first album is so rough and so hard. But then you compare it to Smoking in the Boys Room, which is horrible. Oh, yeah. Or or like, you know, Panama, which is and Jump, which is pop. Oh, yeah, yeah. When it wants to becoming pop. Yeah, they want to become yeah. like a pop rock band. Yeah, you can say they have pop rock. So so do you so I think maybe people get confused where their earlier albums are definitely more intense and then they you know they go that whole thing where you want you want to sell albums or any more yeah. commercial. They also uh, mentioned an album too that gets overlooked a lot that I actually owned as a as a teenager. Probably I'm, I know I had this in high school. I'm not even sure why, but Quiet Riot's uh, Mental Health. Yeah, Metal, Metal. Mental Health. I, I actually owned that album back in the day. Good, um, good underrated album. When they talk about uh, the interview, D. Snyder. Oh, he uh, finally talks. It's kind of fixed. I'm like, oh, 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 now D's talking. It's already over already. <laughs> uh, and, and not even much. Just that he hosted Heavy Metal Mania, yeah, yeah. like for I free, basically. That, yeah, I was. See, I was there oh, for yeah. all that. I was there for that. And I think I, I think I bogged out when they brought in Ricky Rackman. I, I yeah. could not stand Ricky Rackman. In no fact, one liked him. No one. Yeah, liked yeah. Him. In fact, my my one of my friends' bands wrote a, wrote an anti uh, song about him. So that's how much he was hated. <laughs> Headbangers Ball with Ricky Rackman. Uh, they go back to the crew again and the hair bands. Uh, they show Live Wire, and the, the one guy calls them bad boys with hooks. Oh yeah, that, that oh absolutely, I agree with that. I agree with that one hundred percent. I mean, no, I mean, I mean, like all metal, and and I can just even goes to like punk, and it's even go to rap too. You have to have a hooky song. You can't just have oh, a yeah. song and it's like it's like you got to have a hook in a song. You got to have the chorus. I mean, I think when all these bands figured out, you have to have a chorus. You have to have a good riff, or a pounding like doom, doom, dun, dun, um. You know, it's got to have something that makes it different. And then we see Rat next, and then we, and then they show Blackie Lawless for some reason. Yeah, Blackie. It's like, it's like Wasp is, is briefly shown. It's like hello, and then it's, it's gone. And, and also, also, I you know Blackie Lawless is a is highly. I feel like he's highly unrated. I, I, you know that album, that Wasp album, is a great album. I love that album. It's another one of those great albums. And the weird thing about it is Blackie Laws has like a like a a, a historic past. You know, with the, with the various punk bands. So it's that's like if anybody can talk about anybody being like a, like a grandfather, and he's older too than most of these guys. Yeah. So like, you know, you think he would he would be the guy to talk to? I don't think we've ever seen him in a documentary. Is he still alive? I believe I believe he got religious at some point. I could oh, be wrong. He found I, Jesus. I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I could be wrong. But I think he, yeah, he's no longer the Blackie Lawless. He might just be like, he might just be like Jonathan Kent now. It's like it's just like you know, like real. Is that name. his real? Is that his real name? No, I don't, I'm not sure what oh. his name is, but it's like, <laughs> like I'm no longer. I'm like Pastor, Pastor Jonathan Pastor Kent. Kent. <laughs> yeah, no, that that first Wasp album is a great album. I love that album. Yeah, I remember you used to play that a bunch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, oh, what was that like that? That in fact, I remember when that album dropped. That one of the songs was missing off of there, and that was the controversial song "F Like a Beast," and it wasn't. Oh F. yeah, like it wasn't like F. <laughs> <laughs> And then was that the uh, did they have a cover of Painted Black on that album? I think. Oh yeah, right? Painted Black. Yeah, that and I believe that was the final track on Sight. Yeah, to be wrong. Uh, I'm out. 
I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of figured you would, but I'm definitely going to watch a rest. It's like 40 minutes. It's not that, you know, and it's, it's for me, it's just nostalgia. So, yeah, it's a trip down memory lane and you want something more to, to chew on, I think, or I think I expect more to chew on. Just much like the Wham documentary. It's just, hey, let's yeah. throw down memory lane and have some exactly. nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. I mean, I mean, I don't know. To me, it's like, I mean, I really don't, I can't see them giving me anything more anyway. You know, in fact, like I said, I think I found out more information going on the internet after looking up like the various people, like, because I, I did a little, that's like, when I was telling you about the, uh, the singer Motley Crue, I had, I, you know, I went to see about the lawsuit that he had, which they don't even mention the Janice stuff where she's no longer a dentist now. And it starts off with her as huh. a dentist. And, and in 2020, she lost, she lost her license. It's like, so it's like, yeah, you know, that's, I found that to be like more interesting. Why don't they mention that? But I realized they probably filmed this in 2019 or something. You think we're going to see some Queens Reich on this or some Dio? Um, that's a good question, actually. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they could because I, I would. I don't know if you've ever seen the cut. I'm sure you have. You've seen the Rage for Order uh, pictures on that. Mm-mm. Oh, you never seen the Rage for the Queens Reich Rage for Order uh, the back the cover of it? Man, uh-huh. they look like the epitome of uh, of, the of glam, that glam hair. that the, the hair. Yeah, it's very it's very awful. It's very bad. Great album though, but uh, the they look awful. Or Spinal Tap? Is it going to be? A, is it going to be like a like oh, a David St. Cubbins interview? <laughs> Everybody goes back to the Spinal Tap. Well, it's time that you don't. We don't go there. Uh, yeah, it was just you know I get the nostalgia, I get the historical, the history. It was just a little too bland, I think, for me, for my taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Greater Van Fleet or Justified? No, I might as well might as well get the, the Justified out. Get it over with. <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you handle the the uh, the, the load on this one, and I'll I'll, I'll pipe in whenever I. Uh... Uh, I I've been trying to sell Justified to you probably for about five years now, and every once in a while. And the I problem the is, UFC I probably fights. should have watched it back in the day to see the yeah. actual series, but yeah, yeah. I've been trying every once in a while after the UFC fights. We we I put out oh, an episode for you, yeah. but but you're already you know we're already like ten pours in, so like you oh, don't yeah. pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the Justified is a show I I got hooked on after its initial initial screening uh, or release date. So, but I've seen it I think twice, once by myself and once with John. Great hmm. show. It's a procedural uh, cop drama. Would, is what I'd call would, it. would you say the writing on on this uh, uh, Prime Evil is better than the uh, just the original one, or the original writing is better so far? It's all, there were all, there's only two episodes of this. Um. I think it's about the same, but I read oh. some reviews that say it's it's it 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 looks like justified, it smells like justified, but it's not justified. See, because I, I I have a theory about this. I have a theory that I that I, I'll throw it out now since we're on there. I, my theory is this is either written by bad writers, in my opinion, obviously Oof. bad writers, and that maybe it is time for AI to to come in now, <laughs> or this is done by AI. And maybe those writers do need to be paid more and like it's time to bring them back in. So this goes two ways for me. Like, and I'm not sure. I'm going to go with AI though, because it felt like everything, like a lot of this, the dialogue on this was like a, like a machine, like trying to figure out like, a, like, a, like what, like what, like what should I write in this scene? <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah. All right. For, for, so they released two episodes right. uh, this week. So it's a premiere. Yeah. And bear in mind, it's like the, the, I could I could kind of tell like right off the bat like in the initial scene how how I'm gonna go with like a like a series and and and, and I, for some reason I don't know why I started like thinking about the uh, the outsider 
like how it starts off and it like it just it just catches you by the gut. Oh, yeah. Like in the initial scene and you're in that first 15 minutes I'm in. This is like the opposite. Like I like like it's something so wacky about this beginning that I I it's like a like I need to suspend all belief on this <laughs> intro scene here. Uh, and that's what the uh, the the sex trafficking, the potential sex trafficking scene is that what you're talking about? Um, well, the the intro is he's driving his daughter. They're going. They're yeah. somewhere in Florida. Yeah, th- th- there's so many things happening in here that seem nonsensical, especially for somebody in law enforcement, or or if you're not even in law enforcement, you're driving down your road. You're driving down. The, let me just give you my little theory. You're driving down. This is you're driving down the road with your daughter or your family in the car. This is you. Somebody who knocks you off the road. Yeah. You see in your rear view mirror, they have a revolver in their hand. What do you yeah. do? What do you do? You, you drive away. You drive away. You drive away. But if you can't drive away and you have a weapon, and we know, and and, and I, I don't even know the character, but I know he's he's strapped. You, <laughs> you're gonna come out like you know, you're gonna come out on fire. And everything that everything that I'm thinking you're supposed to do, nah, I'm not gonna do any of those things. Nah. It's real, it's really Givens, though. <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't see, I don't know who he is. Apparently, <laughs> apparently he don't mind, he doesn't mind taking a taking a couple of shots in the you know in the gut before he uh but the thing that the, the creepiest thing about this is his daughter's with him. If yeah. he's by himself, I could see a little bit more uh, machismo, but he's got it, he's he's endangering right. family in this scene. By the way, that is his real daughter in real yeah, life. I know. Well, you know what's so funny? And it's, gosh, man, I got, see, this is me being mean. And, you know, we talked about like being mean, and I, re- I really shouldn't. Do it. <laughs> She's a bad actress. She's like, a bad actress. So I looked it up because <laughs> I wanted to see who she was. And, and I thought about, oh, it's his real daughter. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, gosh. Here we go. Like a, a, a slight tab of a slight bit of, uh, was it nepotism? Here? Yes. You know, and you know how I feel about nepotism. Oh, yeah. And it's, and, and I'm like, and I think this is the second episode where I had to, because I thought her acting was just so like, she's not really an actress and she's just kind of going through the motion. And sure enough, it's like, oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> uh, so you're talking about the opening scene where uh, they're going to, they're, they're, they're rear-ended in the, in the guys get out and they're going to supposedly take the daughter into and become like a prostitute. Yeah, well, that, well, that, well that, that's only one, that's only the third part of the thing. The first thing is okay. First of all, the guy's arm. So, and then he mentions like, uh, like we're gonna take your uh, your vehicle, and so so right off the bat, they're gonna they're they're armed, jacking the car, and then it's like, and then they they make the mention of the daughter. Apparently, his daughter must be like twenty years. She must look twenty years old. I don't know why. To me, she looked like she was twelve years old playing. I think she's playing fifteen, but yeah, she looks about. like she's twelve years old playing older. But the for some reason they're yeah all of a sudden they get into like this weird talk about mm, oh yeah you know like you look man like it's like what what's going on here like what is it's happening well they're gonna sex traffic her though that that means that, yeah that's... it's like so it's like so so it... now he knows okay okay now here's like now this this is where it gets more ridiculous because you know he's probably got he's got a handgun on him somewhere he's a cop he's like or he's a deputy deputy marshal so you know he's got a handgun U.S. Mar- U.S. marshal you know he's got several guns on him but for some whatever reason. Like, you know, while these guys right. are going after the girl, they're in a strap. He pull he gets he grabs a shotgun. I'm not even sure he gets a shotgun. He's getting like the trunk or the something. The trunk. Yeah, the trunk. He has enough time to get to the trunk, grab a shotgun, <laughs> instead of blowing them. See, I thought, okay, it's gonna be cool. Shoot first. <laughs> Shoot oh, first, that, ask questions. Oh, later. So cool. No, no. He shoots a tire and then has enough time to point the gun back and you know, at the time he shoots a tire, now he's now, now he's now he's being fired upon. And it's like or, no, his, or no. his daughter is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like nothing's happening here. For some reason, the guys just like give up. <laughs> it's like, wait, what's what is going on here? It's like this is so bizarre that he has if, enough time. Pull out a shotgun, you, shoot a tire, and then point the gun back at them. And the guys are just like, huh? 
if you ruin this for me, I swear to you. <laughs> well, remember, but you remember when I when I texted you about the show, I, that was the first scene. That was literally that scene. I got to that scene and I saw the the child scene. And then yeah. I was like, uh, and then I was like, okay, that. So now I got, I got to text, like, you know, I got to text my brother and tell him, like, like, what's going on here? What am I watching? Uh, and then we get intro to the uh, the bad guy. What's his name? Clement Hoyd. Ba- yeah, I believe it's Hoyd. Hoyd or Boyd? One of the two. Not Boyd. It's Clement something. Clement's his first name, I think. I thought his name was Hoyd. No, I don't. I don't have his. I don't have his whole name. I know it's Clement something. I it was like Boyd Holbrook, isn't no, it? No, his name was like Boyd Crowder is the the bad guy from the first the original show. Boyd. Really? God, yeah. That, that's a name that popped up on the uh, on the. Uh, no, you must have looked at Boyd Crowder was the uh, the the uh, Raylan Givens nemesis of the original oh, show. Oh, is that what it is? Huh. <clears throat> Maybe. Well, I've been calling him Hoyt the whole show for two episodes. <laughs> Clements. I got Clements. <laughs> I, I, I do notice that they call him that after. I thought it was just like an alias, So, I'm, but I'm just calling him uh, Hoyd. And I also, a weird thing with Hoyt. I assume Hoyt is supposed to be prime evil. You know, the whole thing about prime He's evil. He's a sociopath is, for sure. They build yeah, him yeah, to yeah. be a sociopath. Well, no. See, prime evil is even beyond that. Prime evil is something that just is is just evil. It doesn't have any oh. reasoning. It's just there. It's, yeah. like, it's, like, it's like a demon. It's like, a, it's like the exorcist. It's just there for, for evil. It's primeval. You're, you're getting the actor's name confused with the character. The actor's name is oh. Boyd Holbrook. Oh, I see. Okay, that's so Hoyt. Oh, I'm just calling him Hoyt now. Yeah, Boyd Holbrook. <laughs> my first note is Boyd, and I just started calling him Hoyt. <laughs> well, you must have been drinking. You must have no, been no, I was about... no, no. I've been stone sober, stone uh, sober. Boyd Holbrook is the actor. The His actor, character okay. is Clement Mansell. Ah, uh, so that's where the confusion. When you push pause, you get like the names that pop up. <laughs> so we see him uh, car uh, stealing a car from a hunter that has like the uh, the twelve point buck on it, and uh, he which, takes the car. Which I thought was kind of inconsistent too, because he just kind of he just steals it and just like, I, if he's prime evil, why didn't you just shoot him? Why didn't you just kill him? You know? Right. Yeah, that's true. Don't f this show up for me. <laughs> Swear to you. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, also a side a side note because I was you know because I wanted to be a little like accurate. That scene takes place thirty seven miles, I believe, outside of Detroit, Michigan, and that, so I had to text my friend who lives in Detroit, and I go, I go, hey, is it possible that you can hunt about 40, 40 miles outside of uh, sure. Detroit? She said yes. Sure. She said yeah. yeah. She said yeah. Mm-hmm. She said in fact, you could probably do it even closer. So I was yeah. like, okay, okay, you verified. I wanted you to say no, so I could, <laughs> so I could point that out. Because you're thinking Detroit's like a major metropolitan no, it, city. Yeah. Like you can't yeah, be yeah, hunting yeah, the, 30 minutes out. Yeah, that's what I'm like thinking. Yeah, it's like, but yeah, but she she confirmed that it was, it, it, it is possible to hunt. Wait a second. Wait a second. You're looking to make this show to look fail. To every, like, every <laughs> like, that's Hey, at least, hey, at that's least I'm trying to be a. That's just nitpicking. <laughs> uh, so then we get introduced to, to the child's character and his quote unquote assistant. And oh yeah, then, child's. And then we see that the, the his car is being. Bombed. And bear in mind, I have no idea. I know he's the judge, but I have no idea what his character's name other than Child's. I just he's just Child. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know his name is Child's. Uh, so they bring Raylan up to testify against the uh, trafficker, and uh, and an attorney is uh, is cross examining him. Uh, this is also is- a show. I'm going to kind of you know, just go a little bit in the future. This is a show where everybody is in the same area as everybody at every time. It's like there's no other <laughs> characters. 
everybody's together at every point. And it, 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 we need you in the scene. So you come in. The lawyer knows everybody. Childs knows everybody. It's a it's small like, town. It's already a small town. I was joking about that. Apparently, I go, apparently, there's not, there's no, there's no bit in these towns. That, that, that It's like, it's so weird. Every, that casino where, like, the, that one scene where Childs is with the assistant and then and then the, the uh, yeah, the that's Hoyt a cool guy. They're like all together in that scene. Like, like yeah. and it's like, wait a minute, what are the odds of this happening? Like one in a billion and it's happening right here. But no, no so I'm going to disagree with you in that point there. I think that I think that is purely accident or coincidental, which yeah. is propelling the rest of the show. Well, of course, it's of course because the, the the AI has to figure out how to get them together. Like, no, the, I'm going to allow writing, that one. I'm going to allow that one. I don't because no. it's just impossible. There's a billion places. What are you, you talking about? No, it, it, but the whole unless, thing is, unless the Sarah character has some reasoning for him to be there, and or unless Childs is doing something, because I need because we know. I'm only two episodes in, but we know that he's doing shady stuff. Yeah, he has a book. He's he has a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which apparently he carries them everywhere because you know, you know, <laughs> which is so bizarre. <laughs> like, no, but, nah, like, 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 why keep it? that in a safe? Oh like, yeah, but, but I think that goes. But see, I'm going to counter that. I think that goes to the arrogance of him. He's an arrogant sob. Like he's he like, hey, I've been through everything. Like, I mean, I'm out in the open. I, don't I mean, care. no, no, you're right about that because he's literally like, yeah, he's he. I mean. I'm trying to figure out like if there's one likable character in this thing, and I and I think the only likable character so far for me in this is the, the bad, bad guy. guy. It's the bad guy. It's the bad guy. He's killing everybody. All these people. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, here. Okay. What's wrong with you? You're a sociopath. Wrong <laughs> <laughs> with you? Uh, let's see. I got another pour over here. What do I have left? So let me grab another one. I think I have, if I'm not mistaken, before I get into the darker beers, I think I have strange, strange. And Eternal Eternal, which oh. is a six percent uh super soft double dry hop IPA with Citra, Mosaic, Simcoe, and Motuica. Motuica. Mm. Can, we, can we find out how that word's pronounced? Gary? I want to say Motuka. Like Motuka. It's gotta be like I wanna, I wanna say it's like native. That's gotta be native Motuka. like a uh six percent ABV. That over here. And I'm having one one of the one of the beers that I really enjoyed last time from last time called the best Citra Ooh. from uh, Wild Works. This one, I think I read this really high too. Is that the, that's a collab, I think, with the Hot Butcher, no? I believe it is. I believe that it is. With our, with our new, I'm going to keep on emphasizing, with our new friends from, like uh, like uh, friends of the show. That is correct. That is correct. Hot this Butcher is the collab. Yeah. There we this go. one is excellent. I think I gave this like a four or five or something. On. Yeah. So I, I bought two at uh, Replicant and then inadvertently I had some at, at uh, Tavor. So I had four cans of it. So that's why we have extra. Like Cheers. Yeah. Present. Sorry, I was already drinking it. It's all right. Uh, let's see. So they're in court. It's all bedlam. Uh, I guess they find the judge finds Raylan in contempt. The, the daughter's laughing. Laughing. Well, 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 even prior, yeah, she's she's giggling about the uh, the cat videos and and for whatever yeah. he's already threatening the daughter. Yeah. So instead of just going like, can you please like leave? No, no, no. Like you're, like 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 you're going into cell. Like what's going yeah, on here? You're in cell. Like, like what? Like what? What's going on? In fact, in fact, the fun, I thought the funniest, funny thing about this is Raylan and his daughter get punished more than the actual guys that try to they try to jack them <laughs> and the, uh, the the try to rape Jack and kill them. <laughs> they get punished worse. That's uh, justice, man. I guess they gotta, this is just like not justified. It should be called like yeah. not justified, unjustified. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. The case gets partially dismissed. Uh, but yet, yet the judge wants Raylan to work the case. Yeah, it's Sounds very a weird. Like that, like the story demands that. Like we, I need you. No, come on, Raylan's. So Raylan has a reputation, I think, of being awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, cause bear in mind, I don't know any of the. The only character, obviously, I know that's from the past is Raylan and his. I assume the daughter. 
They're from yeah. the from the previous show. Younger. So no uh, idea younger if Child's version. an old character. The lawyer's an old character. No nope. idea. The nope. detective that he's with is a, so, okay. So I have no idea. I think Childs wants Raylan because Raylan tells him that joke in court where it's like, hey, like, uh, says, says, says something in the fact like, All right, why are you surprised someone tried to kill you with a bomb or something like that? And the judge is like, right. uh, and then Childs gets upset with them. So. Yeah, well, I no, think, it sounds like, anyways, are you threatening, are you threatening me? Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, Childs has the greatest, one of the greatest voices of all time. He's like right up at the top. Like when you need like a voice actor, you get Childs. <laughs> well, wasn't he doing the Mass Effect? Uh, was he yeah, Mass he's Mass Effect. Effect. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. With Bishop and uh, Martin Sheen, right? That is correct. Gosh, how did they get all them actors in one yeah, great uh, voice act in one yeah. game? Uh, let's see. They do the raid. Let's go fast forward. I feel you didn't like this. Uh, this thing no, here. That's all right. No, no, no. You could go. Like I said, like I'm, 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 I'm gonna try. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lower myself. I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, just, zen out, man. Zen out. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna lower. <laughs> Adjust your chi. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see. So, so, so I'm, I'm going to say this much. There's got to be a certain um, suspension of disbelief for a lot of this stuff. Yeah, and so I think yeah. at the end of the day, I enjoy the character. He, he's good. You know, it's funny because we, we talk about this. Uh, Timothy Oilefunt is not a big guy. He's a, no. he's a slight, he's a slight guy. Gosh, what's um, your face calls him something? A Sarah, the Sarah character, the girlfriend. She calls yeah. him something like a word, and then like the like the the Hoyd guy. He's like, oh, like what does that mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, like drawy or something like that. Like, a, yeah, it, it's true though. He's not. He's not. He shouldn't be a physic. He's not a physically he's intimidating not. guy like Jack Reacher, right? Yeah, like the okay. which is coming. Out oh no, yeah, saying. he's the opposite. Yeah, he's the he's a guy. He, yeah, I see. You see Jack Reacher, and you want to. You have to run the opposite way. You see. You see Oliphant, and you can take him. Like I can take him. You think that, and that's why you he's that's that. why he's bad. That's why he has to be more yeah, badass because yeah. you know people yeah. think of look at him and like what? It's, kind, it's kind of like the syndrome of like the Clint Eastwood syndrome. He wasn't all that big of a guy, but he had like big guns and he had like a big mouth, <laughs> you know. And he had the attitude to back it up. The right? attitude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like that. He had the he had the uh, like I'm gonna call it the front man complex. Like oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. They get the they go to the one guy's house and they they get him. Uh, we see Mark. We we get introduced to Marcus, who's like the the barkeeper, but and a drug dealer. Wait, is that what his name is? Because I have like Sweetie down, or is that just the nickname that uh, what's his face gives? Him? I think it's the bar's name. No, the name of the bar. Oh, or it's like the because I know he's he plays he's a ex musician, so he might yes. be so 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 Sweetie something. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so we find we find out kind of in, in a funny in a funny uh scene that the reason why the guy set the car bomb on because he he had sex with his mom. <laughs> so like, what is going on here, man? <laughs> That's funny. It's funny. Come on. See, this is why this is why I say this is like a dramedy. This is like a dramedy. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's like what uh, is going on here, <laughs> like. Sandy's the girlfriend of uh, Clement. Uh, I don't understand. I will say that I will agree with you in this part. Like, I don't understand, like, Clement. Like, where does he come from? Why is he back? Was he in jail? I don't understand his, where where was he? Well, we see that he's been in jail a few times. So I guess he's, you know, we do know that. So, but but did he he get released this time around? Is that why he's coming back? Yeah, he's released. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah, well, we well obviously in that second 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 episode we see that we see him getting arrested yeah. in that one. So, but we know I believe before that he knows that the sweetie character before, and they probably he's probably been arrested mm-hmm. with him back in the day, and that's why he knows him. 
he goes to the bar and gets the gun in the bathroom. Uh, yeah, apparently this is like the main stashing spot of, of all of Detroit. <laughs> you said anything you got there, pot, guns, just just throw it into the toilet. Just throw it near the toilet. That's you know. All Detroit has a cancer. <laughs> like you can't use it. Oh boy. Uh let's see. Uh blah 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 blah. Wait, did, you, did we talk about going down the like when they go to the militia place and like the trap door? Yeah, the guys are just smoking cigarettes and they're just like smoking yeah. cigarettes. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you would think like trying to escape. Like I'm gonna do is I'm gonna be as oh, I'm gonna be as quick and stealthy as I can. Nah, they're just smoking a cigarette. No, because there. then the, it was hidden. The door's hidden. Only, remember, Raylan finds it. Like if if Raylan but detectives, they're like cops and like you know it's gonna be the ATF, the FBI. You know these oh, guys. You well, know, hey, dog. Wait, the dogs. Hey, wait, wait. I got news for you. It's the if it's the ATF, they're gonna mess it up. We know oh, this. <laughs> true, true. But they do make it a case in point to have that dog. Like the uh, you know, it's like yeah. it's like a big thing with the dog. So you think the dog's gonna know? Like it's gonna smell everything. So you know. So the one and the one character is like, hey, this is how we do it in Detroit, and you know, you know that's gonna end up bad for him. But every like like in Detroit, this is the way we oh, do it. Oh, that's like, the badass. yeah, but that's that's the later on scene with the other guy that escapes. That it's and I swear, man. This scene, the scene where he goes to the mom's house, and God, it's another weird, bizarre yeah. scene with the other, with the other perp, yeah. and that conversation he's having with the mom, and then like, and like, I love the mom, yeah, like, 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 what is going on here? But then that whole scene where he's doing, should we jump? Uh, maybe we shouldn't jump that. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But that whole scene where he go, well, he barricades himself, but he takes the mom hostage. Yeah, he, yeah. He, barric- he barricades her down in the in the was the basement, the basement area. And then the first thing that came to my mind is, why does this thing remind me of, and I, and I want to get, a, I want a car that gets like, it's really <laughs> shit gas mileage. Cause, the cause SUX. Because what's his face? Raylan, Raylan manages an SUV. And I'm like, wait a minute, you mean the SU, SUX 6000? <laughs> he even manages like, yeah, uh, yeah, we have an SUV outside for you. And I'm like, this is literally the scene from like Robocop. Like, it might be a here? chat bot. It might be the uh, chat. What, yeah, it's like, yeah, it? it's like pulling a like funny <laughs> hostage scene. Let's, let's pull out like, what, what do we got? A Robocop. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. So Sandy, so Sandy is, uh, is, it has a mark where she's staying with him for money and yeah. uh, I guess Clement's going to pop him. And also oddly, I, I don't even, I'm not sure what the backstory is. She's like addicted to pot, which is so weird. I mean, you know, you know, it's more than that. I think it's more than that. No? I think so because she's constantly asking yeah. for it and she wants it. And it's like, wait a minute. What is, is, she, is this like angel dust pot? What's going on here? Like, i never. It's a, yeah, pr- a, a primo. Is that what I believe? Uh, not that I would know personally, but I believe that's called a primo. No, it could be a mental it. thing too. I mean, obviously you can't be physically, from what I know, you can't be physically addicted to to, to pot or, you know, but, no, but mentally. No but, if, no, but if it's, if it's laced with something. Oh yeah. 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 Isn't yeah that called it's a like primo? a running joke though in this. Isn't that called a primo? I just didn't get it. If it would have been something heavier, like a heavier drug, I would have understood it, like heroin or something. Then it makes sense. But it's pot. It's like you can literally. And in fact, that sweet. I think sweetie tells her at one point, like you know, you can get this anywhere now, right? Like, oh it's like yeah, literally. yeah. Maybe you're right because he, he. I think he just said you went to the. Cause she says I want a dime, and he's like, you went to yeah. the whole eighth, or the whole oh, yeah, or whole ounce like, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's like a weird thing. And I, I I get it. She does have emotional issues. Not only that, she's hanging hanging around the primeval guy. So it's like, you know, <laughs> hey, like if, you know, I take that back. If there's a character that I do kind of like, it's probably it's probably her. So yeah. at least she's kind of like, you know, she's with the bad guy and she's kind of like surviving and doing her thing. Yeah. She knows he's evil, but she's like a victim of uh everybody's a victim of circumstances in this thing too. I I've noticed. Uh, I think it back. I did. I didn't. I did know people who were addicted to pot when I was younger. Like they couldn't have a day without. But, they had to but, smoke first thing in the morning. They had to. Yeah, smoke. but that's not 
physical. That's a mental thing. Though. Yeah. It's like mentally. Yeah. But they could yeah. not function unless they had uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a joint in the morning. I think I, I think I might know a few people like that, but it's, but yeah. it's definitely, it's obviously it's not like, you know, they'll say like <laughs> alcohol is like a, like a physical thing. Pot's supposed to be non-physical. What's the uh, Sublime song? I smoked two joints. Uh, is that oh, what it's gosh, called? Smoked two joints? <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> All I, I mean, 40 ounces of freedom. I, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, so, so Clement is after Sandy's mark. I think they're in a, that yellow Corvette, but the judge oh, so yeah. just coincidentally gets in the way. And oh, so yeah, yeah. as, as, and the judge is paranoid already because of the car bomb. So the yeah. judge thinks Clement's after him, but Clement's after Sandy's mark. Yeah, yeah. It has nothing to do with it. Literally, nothing. it's like a, I like that nothing. though. It's just, it's just it's one just, out of a billion. Just, like, like yeah. I think I have a better chance of walking into my liquor store right now, winning that six hundred million dollars, yeah. and this happening. Sometimes shit happens. Some of the stuff happens as just coincidence. I'm gonna allow it. I'm gonna allow okay. it. Okay. Because yeah. then, so the judge is is thinks it's Clement's after him, and in the process, right. San, the Sandy and the market get away. Yeah, and yeah. then Clement gets upset because the judge has now gotten in the way of, of, of him getting the mark. Yeah, so I think it's gonna be like a twist too, where he know he knows the judge because you know he everybody knows everybody. Uh, knows, obviously, but he knows the lawyer later on. We find out that Hoyt, the Hoyt yes. character, lawyer. So we figured, oh, maybe he knew the judge. Clement, knew, Clement, Hoyt. I'm gonna keep going. Hoyt. <laughs> that's, that's, that's or, literally or, is, or, or, or I'm gonna call him the name of the guy from uh, Vengeance, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Vengeance guy. But anyway, he uh, um. Oh gosh, I just lost my train of thought. Like, oh no, he obviously he doesn't know who he is because he has to look through his like belongings and stuff like that. Yeah. So he doesn't know who he is. Yeah. So so Clement is the, the sociopath that or primeval that he is. Yeah. Since he can't commit evil on the mark, he's saying, okay, guess it's gonna be you because you yeah. got in my way. Now now you're gonna get a piece of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you mess you you was it was that when you poke when you mess up with the bull, you get the horns or something like that. Oh yeah, or poke the bear, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You do something, or you poke the nest, you're going to get stung. Or... Yeah, so he goes after the judge, uh, runs him down in the car, and then just shoots him. Yeah. And then uh, the assist, the assistants, who, the assistant who we find out later is a lover of the judge. Um, See, this is actually, 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 kind of weird, too, though. That's kind no, of a weird but, thing, too. No, but then we find out later on why she's find the out. judge's lover. Yeah, but that's kind of like a weird and sexist thing, too, I thought. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, why is she sleeping with it? Just to get information? This is like weird. Well, she's a CI, which means she's done something really wrong, and they're using oh, her, right? Is that she's a, a CI. CI. See, I thought, oh. No, she oh. said, the woman said she's a CI for us. Yeah, I don't know what CI is. I didn't look up to what CI. Yeah, yeah you're right. She's informant. I, I, an informant. Oh, so she, so then she is some. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That, yeah. That so she sense. got busted for she got popped for something. And oh, okay. She said, "Well, you can do time, or you can help us with the judge." Oh, okay, okay. That's that. So that makes it a little bit more easier for her to do what she does then, as opposed oh, yeah, to yeah, somebody yeah. working for the bureau or the. Yeah, no. That's why the one cop says, "Oh my God, it's my fault. I put her yeah. in this position." Yeah, but I thought she. Yeah, I didn't realize that CI meant like an like. A low, you know, so actual informant possibly with a criminal past. I thought it was. I thought she worked for the bureau. As as no. a, you know, as like you know, somebody who was like actually picked up out of school. Let me see what what is it? What is uh what does a C stand for? Class, no oh, idea. Co confidential informant. Um, yeah. Okay. So she got she must. I'm assuming she got popped for something, and they were going to press charges. And he she, probably popped. I assume he probably he popped her right. Uh, he he busted for something. He probably <laughs> said, "Hey, hey, you know, God, this is how bad the child's character is too. That's why I don't you don't I don't have no empathy for him is when he gets right. like, taken out because he realizes oh, yeah. the guy's not a good guy. No, he's not." 
Yeah. Um, so she gets killed, and then we see the book that, that Clement has, and apparently there's yeah. the, it's a ledger with transactions. Oh, yeah. So with, we with know the numbers he, like the numbers book. Yeah. And so Clement knows, hey, if this guy, if th- if this is a book, and this guy has this kind of cash at his house, then take me oh, to yeah. his house because I'm going to find that safe and I'm going to get in there. Yeah. Uh, but she yeah, runs and he kills it, her. She does the weird thing. Why would you? I mean, I, I mean, maybe she knows in her mind he's probably going to kill her anyway. Oh yeah. And this is this is our chance to to yeah. do it. I don't know. Yeah. Man, the restaurants and so they have a restaurant like a, I think like a like a ramen type restaurant in the uh in the brewery. And I'm right by the kitchen. It smells good. I might get oh. some noodles here while uh noodles. We're finishing this up. Yeah. Noodles? Like ramen noodles? Yeah, I think so. I thought I saw like really? a, let me take a in, look at in Virginia, the, uh, like ramen in Virginia? Huh. Yeah, I'm thinking I more that, like brisk, like a like a, a brisket? Like, what's it? A brisket, like <laughs> like something barbecue or something. Yeah, Noku Noku Ribby is the name of the the kitchen oh, here. Okay. Let's I can get some kimchi, some daikon, uh, chicken what? liver mousse. Nice. Like the Korean style? Is that the uh, uh, yaki? I think I uh, Japanese. Uh, well, the kimchi is Korean. So. Shrimp furikake. What? Yeah, that's, that's not uh, karagi. That's like the fried, fried. I think Japanese fried. Uh, let's see, chicken katsu sa- sando. Uh, sando. That's udon. definitely Japanese. Oh, udon noodles. Yeah. I get some, I get some noodles here. Wow, that's interesting. What interesting uh, choice of a menu too. It smells good too. Shoot, I had breakfast. I need to have lunch now. Uh, did you eat breakfast or no? Uh, at about five, I had a <laughs> half of Lee sandwich. A half of a what? I don't know if you've heard of the place called Lee's sandwich. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What kind of sandwich was that? It was a uh, turkey ham club sandwich with a croissant. For breakfast? <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a half from leftover egg. Oh. Really good, really like, good. Throw like an egg on that and some bacon. No, no, because like, and I also came, gosh, I really, I like the sides. I, I just realized like I need to get myself a jar of those yellow uh, peppers, those Mexican yellow hot ones that we get. God, oh, I yeah. love those things now. I just like eat those like out of the jar, like <laughs> randomly. Did you ever do that ramen or no? No, I haven't done that. Okay, yet. we're gonna do that because I saw my <laughs> mind staring at me. I guarantee it's gonna be painful. <laughs> it's gonna be an entirely new experience. <laughs> uh, so the, it wraps up with uh, we find out. So the judge is dead, uh, and we find out that the the assistant slash lover was a CI working for the police, yeah. and they were investigating the judge. So uh, that's the way episode one ends. Uh, There's also like one, a little weird bar scene too, where once again. Like everybody's in the same town together. Uh, Raylan's with the daughter, and the lawyer pops in there, and she's there. And then the daughter orders her a drink, and it's like, oh yeah, order like the most wacky drink in the bar. And, oh yeah. Like, well, oh. did you did you look at the pre- the previews of what's coming out on the next episodes? No, I don't know. Well, no, because like, uh, you're, no, not like whatever... you're, done, you're done now, right? And also, this is on Hulu, right? God, that Hulu service is like awful. Can't stand that. <laughs> Jeez. It's got like twenty like like ads in it and like oh. weird like a well that says we can get the ad free one probably oh yeah we have, we have a budget I don't know man it's it's, it's something and you, you might have gotten like an email from like a Carnival Cruise I think I think I accidentally clicked on one of the things so. <laughs> let me see a car did, did you buy did you buy a cruise I think I clicked on one of them <laughs> my my did you sign me up to go to a cruise or no what? it's like yeah it was, it's it's probably one of the most intrusive ads that I've ever seen where it has like. It's got that little barcode thing and had like three choices. You can send this to your email, your phone. Apparently, it can detect your phone. Like, you know, it's like, what is going on? There's like the like minority report. Like, this thing, this ad knows everything about my phone. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I'm like, good Lord. All right. I'm going to get to the heavy stuff here. I have two more pours. 
that are heavy. In order for me to get another pour, I have to go outside and grab one. Oh, so we're gonna we're gonna pause. I mean, if you want, yeah, if you want to. I mean, it's up to you. You want, you want well, to? Well, you want to pause? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. Let me put some. Let me pause. I, I can keep that uh, star catcher album. Oh. All righty. Um, what do you have over there? All right. I just realized I made a I made a grievous mistake. Uh oh. I was supposed to save one of the cans, and I drank all, and I already popped all four. So that means I'm about to save the bottle of the brewery. Oh, so boy. the one I'm, yeah, exactly. So the one I saved, I'm going to save the sour. Uh, I think you gave me a bl- sour blonde. I'm going to uh-huh. save that for Monday. That, is that old to beer soul? Is that what I gave you? Yeah, I think it or is. Or trained yeah. to beer soul, something like that. Yeah, but the one I'm popping is the more heavier, Oof. I believe, stout called Satisfies. Oh yeah. <clears throat> And that's a play on the Snickers uh, bar. Oh, is that Snickers what Snickers really satisfies. Yeah. Bourbon yeah, barrel aged imperial style with peanuts, cocoa powder, cocoa nibs, salt, and dul- dulce de leche. Is that yeah. the that That's okay. like basically car- like a caramel, like a like a caramel. Fourteen uh, yeah, point one percent. Snickers bar. Boom. Hmm. And that's and that's a seven fifty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this will be the final one. I'll just be sucking on this for the rest of the show. <laughs> what time? What time is it over there? Uh, it is approximately uh, <laughs> not even ten yet. <laughs> uh, I'm at twelve fifty over here. That's about time. Well, you know, everywhere, somewhere, everywhere around the world, it's you know, it's the proper it's, time it's, to drink. So it's after hours, right? It's a uh, yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. It's a happy hour. Exactly. I think in Mongolia, I think it's like a, I think it's like around eight o'clock <laughs> at night time. And actually, I'm, that's not really a an, a joke. I have I, there's a streamer that I'm watching right now, and he's in, he's in Mongolia right now. Okay, I think he's the first guy to stream from there. Actually, kind of a cool looking place. All right, let me uh, let me give you the description of this. This is called Warren. It's a twelve point five ABV blonde American barley wine, aged in bourbon barrels for twenty four months, then dry hopped with Citra and whole leaf Cascade. Wow! Wow! Okay, that's gonna be interesting. To see how a hoppy this a barley is. a hoppy barley wine. Huh. Yeah. And then you have basically a Snickers bar. Yeah. All right. You got a pour? Yes, I do. All right. Here we go. Cheers. What was it? Hmm. Wow. Hmm. You know what I'm going to, you know what I'm going to say it tastes like, right? Or at least reminiscent of um, the uh, uh, dogfish head uh, 120 minute IPA. Really, a little, oh, little bit because it is hoppy. Okay, that makes sense because we we kind of sit there and say bit. that it's probably a it's like a har, it's a heavy barley wine now, hoppy barley wine. Yeah, that makes sense. But that's seventeen percent though, right? The, the oh, yeah. well, how, no, how seventeen heavy. to twenty percent. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is twelve point five. It's good. It's very so. Let's see, flavors of rich molasses I get and figs. Yeah, I definitely get that. Hmm. Yeah, very good. You give me a wish list, right? Yeah, I gave you the wishes. I I told you the obviously like the, the exclusive bottles, of course. You got to get those. And then I think I gave you three cans, which I think two of you've already had. The uh, never gonna get, never gonna was it the I forget what's called. Never gonna get it. The the fruited one goes up. The uh, echo echo, which I which uh, you think you had. And then you mentioned the other one, but I that wasn't on my list. But then the the you said the echo echo. That's a collab with the other half. And that's uh, the one I you mean, had. That's uh, a, monkish. Yeah. Monkish yeah, uh, other half and Oxbow or something. Yeah, that's super good. Yeah. All right, let's go to uh, episode two, the Oklahoma Wild Man. I'm assuming that's Clements. 
Yeah, this is basically the exposition flashback and how everyone's connected to. One yeah, another. why does he know him? Like, why does how does he know that? How does he know Sweetie? And obviously, he knows him from the past in the first episode. Yeah, so he so we see that setup where Marcus is hanging out with all the other drug dealers, and then Clement comes in and basically he's going to rob them all. And he went. He winds up killing everybody, though. He kills even everybody. The guys he, yeah, even yeah. The guys he's yeah, come with. He kills the guys that are with him too. Yeah. And the only one who doesn't kill is Marcus, and because I guess they have that relationship. But he also has like information on him or something. There's like this like he keeps on mentioning like information that I have. So that, there's like that running plot line thing that's going along there. Uh, Clement does eventually get arrested. Uh, and then once uh, again, he mentions the information that he has, and, and I. I I kind of want to think that it's Sweetie that that rats him out, but we don't know. You know, he hasn't. He, obviously, when he sees him in the future and now, and he doesn't kill him then, so we don't know. Uh, yet. And he's fearful of him, but, but is that he's, because he's, he's primeval? Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. primeval, or just because? Yeah, yeah. uh, we get intro to the Car- Carolyn Wilder's the attorney. Um, and, yeah, that, and bear that's... in mind, she's also on the first. You know, she's she's like a reoccurring character. There's two now. She knows everybody. And possibly the love interest of Raylan Gibbons. Just saying. Really? Yeah. Well, remember this. Uh, so you didn't see the previews of the season. And oh. the, don't you remember the part where they're in the bar? Well, there's that one scene with no. Well, that's the scene I mentioned earlier where, yeah. with the, where they random, she randomly pops up at the bar and the daughter gives her the drink. Yeah. And then the, yeah, yeah. I mentioned yeah, that. But remember she's with her friend and she's like, yeah, like I'd F uh, Kim oh, yeah. Costner. Well, the friend, <laughs> the friend says that though. The fr- yeah. The friend's yeah. the one that says yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> Oh, pretty funny. Uh, let's see. A daughter orders everything from room services. Says, "Hey, stay on the premises while I'm out." That's where the daughter's so annoying, man. It's is this like a common thing? Like, and you always gonna make the like the, your kids like awful. Like, you know, uh, I don't want to racially profile, so I won't. But uh, the teen, the teen daughters are a problem. I mean, I mean, apparently. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, let I me mean, let's be honest. All teenagers are, but can you at least give your at least put some dimensions to the character than just being the mopey like, like yeah. You know, yeah, it is. Uh, they do kind of cliche that oh, rebellion, yeah. rebellious yeah. teenage daughter, right? But the weird thing about it is, it's just she plays it along like kind of mo- like mopey. It's not like, and like I said, maybe I don't think she's an actress. I think she's just the daughter. And it's like, hey, like, hey, like, why don't you just like, you know, why don't, we, why don't you play this Willa <laughs> character that I have? And I know he's, I saw his name as producer, so you know, he's uh, pushing the see nepotism. <laughs> I don't like the nepotism. Oh yeah, oh, yeah it's producer, yeah. Uh, the police go to Sandy's at this weird. I'm sure you you hated this part, this scene. The scene that goes on and on, and she's like bumbling every every question. Like, yeah. Oh, it's like I got I got the keys. Oh, like there's a, there's a there's a scratch, there's a a wreck thing. It's like every question that she's they give her, she's answering it wrong. Like, and meanwhile, Clement's in the room with the gun, ready to go. Yeah, he's just sitting there like in his underwear, just like casually, like yeah. And he's also and he keeps- also that other reoccurring thing where it looks like he has like that. I think it's like a Browning like Mauser type of gun. Yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be like a German thing where it's supposed to like resemble like that. It's a cool looking gun, but it's just like, I think this is kind of like on purpose that he has this gun. And she keeps him like sneezing and coughing. Well, yeah. Like, what is yeah, what is the joke about that? I yeah, think he's trying like to the, like warn him like, hey, they're here. No, 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 no. Because she does. She's even doing that after too, though. She does it after outside of the place. So she has, there's something going on with her where she's, it's happening. Because, and that's just a nervous tick that she has. Or she does COVID? that even outside. She has COVID, maybe. That's I was like, that's what I was like. Whenever like something, she has something going on with her. Oh. Or either that, or she's gonna die or something. I don't know. Oh, maybe she has. Maybe she's pretending to have COVID, so they'll they'll go away. 
That might be a, that might be a new thing, right? But she's doing this outside thing? of the character. Even when she's outside, she's coughing too. Like she's she's even when she's uh, like not not she doesn't know she's being like followed. <laughs> she's doing it too. The it's not yeah. I know what you're saying. That, that's what I thought too. She's doing oh she's doing oh, oh like get out of here. Oh. No no she does it after. It's like General Grievous. Like uh, she's been uh, she's been her heart's been like crushed. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, or maybe she is doing coke. Maybe it's like coke. Like it's like the oh. coke based. Uh, like a. Uh, uh, she gives them the keys, which I'm not quite sure why she would give them the keys, but she gets the keys. The car's wrecked. They take the the paint sample. It, it seems pretty uh, uh, open and shut, right? Like, the, you know, the guy even says, hey, I guarantee you this paint's going to match up on the judge's oh, yeah. Cadillac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nope. Uh, they just tail her. And then I guess at one point, Clement says, you got to dump the gun. I must have missed that part, but I think that's what he's, he tells her. Because she goes to the river and, and tries to dump the gun, but doesn't. Oh, shoot. Did I forget the, did, did I, com, did we completely gloss over the scene with the lawyer and the Jamal character? Or is that in this one? What's, who's the Jamal character? Jamal's like her ex. I don't know if it's like an ex-lover. Oh, yeah, that, it was like, a throwaway scene, no? Yeah, but it does show you that, that she might have some shady stuff going on with her side, too, because he, oh. he kind of threatens her and she says, are you threatening me? So he, oh, it's for like, sure. It's, for sure yeah. she does. For sure she yeah, does. It's, like, it, it's kind of weird because everybody's like, Nobody's like a good guy. It almost seems like everybody's got like things like uh, what do you call it? Skeletons in their closet. Oh yeah, we all do though. No, well, no, yeah, no. I I agree. I agree. But it's just weird when except you for, to, like except certain... for me. I don't. Except for me, I don't have any. It you might. You might. You might. <laughs> I mean, I never said that I was a nice guy. I was telling us like, I'm not, I'm not a nice guy. I've done a lot of like crappy things. I you, I never killed. Might. I never raped. I never. You know, I've never done like the brutal, true prime pillage. Have you pillaged? <laughs> what does pillage mean? <laughs> like plunder and still, I think I stole yeah, a couple the pl- of times. Plundering. Yeah. yeah, I think I stole a couple of times. And I can re- I remember the first time I ever stole something. It was a it was a it was a two liter from a from one of those parked uh soda machine like the soda oh, trucks. Oh yeah, st- yeah, yeah. Can- candy doesn't count. Like if you steal like a like a like I saw candy it's probably from like a dollar back in like night circa nineteen eighty. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably worth the pretty worth eight eighty five cents. But hey, it's still stealing is stealing though. Yeah. Hey, considering where we grew up. I'm surprised we have the morals that we have. To be honest with that you, that is true. That is true. We could have we, we could have went the. I mean, I should always think about like 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 a uh, uh, old dog could have went the way of old dog. <laughs> I, I I tell people all the time like the 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 moral system that we grew up with was almost non-existent. So oh the yeah, the fact yeah. that we, we have some morals. Dog. Yeah, it's it's shock. It's really kind of shocking. But, but also, think that's also like when we talk about the primeval. It's like something that's built in. Like I. You know, sometimes people have things that are like, like you get guilty when doing things. Like I, like I, like I feel guilty of doing things. You know, I feel like that some people just don't feel guilty about doing things. Yeah, but is that an, an environmental thing too? Like, no, I think it's a natural thing. No, but if you see everyone doing it, then you think that's the norm. So if you, yeah, see I don't know, stealing, I don't know, because I've seen plenty of people, even when I go to plenty of people doing bad things, but you still feel guilty, and it's like ah, I, gotta, I gotta get away from this. You know, I, I think I, I feel I start feeling bad and feeling guilty about it. I think that's the difference between. Like somebody having it built into them for whatever reason, whether it be primeval or just because of a societal <laughs> thing, I just I always felt guilty about st- bad stuff. That's like that nature versus nurture. Like how much of it is is biological coding and how much of it right. is environmental. Right, and I right, think right. there's obviously they they both contribute to to how a person is going to be as an adult and the belief system that they have. But I will say this much: the the area that we grew up in, there was no moral high code. Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, my friends did all sorts of crazy stuff, oh, yeah. and it, it was normal. It was quote unquote normal. It's normal. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. So the daughter's born in the room, and she leaves. Which, of course, you know she's gonna do. And I don't know why this seemed like 
they spent a lot of time with the daughter walking around and wandering yeah. around. Yeah. Kind of weird. I mean, can, I mean, can you do this like with quickly, you know, like, uh, like, you know, maybe like a, f- a few minutes of having her walking around and, but no, she's like all over the place. They're trying to get her a, an Emmy nod. No. <laughs> then again, then again, Obi, then Obi-Wan get uh, nominated for. Uh... And last of, and last of us <laughs> and both those <laughs> actors. So uh... I will say this, that Bella, what's her name? The the actress, Bella Ramsey, Bella, Bella Ramsey. Ramsey. She does a better job. I mean, I'm not to be mean to the, to really, you think so? I mean, she's an actress. She's an actual actress. So, you know, she does. Do, yeah. She's like classically, classically trained yeah, in, yeah, in England. Yeah, she's an actress, yeah. Like London well, I don't School know about of that, but... uh, Acting Academy. See, I always felt like, even when I was a kid, I always felt like, hey, I can, I mean, did we, like, when we used to make movies, we felt like we can act even though we didn't know how to act. Yeah. And I feel like, is, is that an egotistical thing? Do you think? Yes. Like, you think? <laughs> yeah, exactly where, hey, I can act. Hey, I can be the lead man, the lead singer in a band. It's just like, it's just pure ego. And then when it happens, you're like, oh God, I'm awful. That's that Fight Club notion, right? We all think we're supposed to be famous, and then when we when oh, we're yeah. not, we're angry. And we also feel like we can do stuff. I can fight. I know how to fight good. I can beat anybody <laughs> up. I'm the best singer. And then reality is, and I think this is what separates people, though. People know after, and then they can look back and go, yeah, I can't sing. Or, you know, I can't fight. Or I can't do this net. But I think a lot of people are delusional, and they still believe they can do that. Yeah. That's uh, that's funny. Right, right you like that... Uh, the metal dock where like they had the, the, was it skid row before they got Bach? The, 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 like the, they're playing and the one guy says like, yeah, you guys sound great, but the guy can't sing. Like you got to, Oh yeah. You got lots of Fallon. Yeah. Fallon couldn't sing. Yeah. It's like, you need to get rid of him. Yeah. He's not, he's not a bad singer, but he's just not the, the singer. So Raylan goes to the attorney's office and then Clement's there. He's already and there. He's like, yeah, he's kicking back. Yeah. Yeah. And they have that exchange. And then the, uh, ultimately the attorney says, leave him alone. Um, and uh, and uh, and then as as Ridley gets a phone call and he walks away and he sees the way that Clement is interacting with the attorney, and when when Clement leaves, he goes and checks in on the attorney, saying, "You okay? Uh, you okay, counselor?" Oh, yeah. And she's like, "Ah, you, you know, we both know what what he who he is and what he's like." So, right. Let's see. They go to the casino to harass Sandy a little bit more, uh, and oh. then some. Oh, oh okay. You know what? You know, I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna in, in your. In, I'm gonna give you defense on your part because you're saying there's a small town. I assume this is the only casino in this area, right? This there's only one casino, and this is it. Because Sandy works there, and that's why uh, Hoyd shows up. The act, the character shows up there, Clemens. and that's why Childs <laughs> shows up there. So there's only one casino in this in this little area here. So, so here's you- the. So here's the one thing I'm gonna say, and I and I'm probably cheating because I read a couple of reviews. Mm-hmm. We don't. So people were criticizing this because they're saying that Raylan's character is antiquated, right? Like he, you couldn't do that stuff now with the social media really? and the cameras. Well, that's what they're so. saying. I don't think you know, he does anything bad in this. If, if, well, even when he, even when he slaps around like the, in the final Clement, scene, I don't yeah. think he does anything bad. I mean, bear in mind that he doesn't. He himself, the the Clement's character, doesn't do anything bad. I mean, literally, he's not doing anything bad, but. I, I don't think that I don't you know I mean, you know it's like his you da- can't dad, do it. Like, cops can't do that though that is, but that. yeah but I don't think he's doing this as a cop I think he's just beating him up as a father yeah. it's not like yeah. a cop thing so but so here's the one thing I'm gonna say much like uh, I guess we're talking about maybe take shelter we don't know when this takes place 
the the time period? Yeah. Do we know? Do we know a time period? We don't know what time. We don't know what when. We no, I think it does. Place. I think it does show. Oh, maybe you're right. I think. It I don't does. think. I think it says like set previously or seven years previously or something. Yeah, like yeah, that it does. You're right. Because three years prior is the last thing they show, and that's where that's where Witch's face goes. So we don't really know what 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 the time setting is of this uh, of this of this series. Okay, yeah, it's a possibility. I, yeah, I guess. So we always we always assume stuff takes place in 2023. But realistically, nothing takes I've, place in 2000. Well, remember, I mentioned that, that I do like to know when it's taking place. And I've said this before, like, oh, you can tell by what they're saying. Like, and they mentioned, like, a certain artist or certain thing oh, yeah. that happens. And then, oh, it's taking place, like, at this time. You're right, though. They don't, it's far, you're right. I don't think they mention it. The the actual, it's, yeah, to like, 2000, like, 19. You're right, they don't. Yeah, the only, the only reference we get for anything, I think, is what, uh, what Marcus is... Uh, he was playing on uh, with uh, George Clinton with uh, with uh, what's the oh yeah what's, yeah, the, yeah what's the one song? Uh, was that one he's playing the sax? Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Oh, so Clement is is calling around town to find out where Raylan is, and he finally finds the hotel Raylan uh, is at, and he calls up the uh, to talk to Willa, and then uh, and then that scene kind of plays out later on. Yeah. Uh, the cops visit Marcus. The attorney shows up, uh, and then when then when Raylan goes back to his hotel room, he sees Clement with Willa, and that's a, yeah. the, that's what we saw that scene in the trailer, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, yeah, and and like you know, the interesting thing is he doesn't do anything to her, so it's not like oh, you know, so it, it is it is a hyperbolic scene with with the Raylans. But you know, so he's a dad now, and but now he's finally defending the daughter. Well, what about when the guy pulled the gun out and the, uh, <laughs> you know, threatening to rape her? You know, I don't know. It's just, it is kind of weird. But at least at this point, he does smack around, uh, you know, the uh, the Clemens character. And here's the other thing: wouldn't he have a conversation with his daughter? Like I've I've upset a lot of guys I, in oh, my yeah. career. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So... Well, see, I don't know. No, no. Okay, no, that's no. You know that. I don't know that. I kind of vaguely know his past. I, I don't. I've, I've never seen Justified, so I don't know that. I don't know what he's done. Like, has he killed people? But, you know, I don't know what he's done. So, I but really but don't. If but if you're in law enforcement in general, you know people aren't going to like you. That is that's that is true too. That is true. But it seems like the daughter doesn't even care. That she's like she's you know she's like in her own you know in her own little world, and she's not really thinking about. It. I do think though in that one scene when he, when the confrontation scene in, when they're in the lobby, that the daughter starts to figure. She's finally figuring out that this guy's like. Uh, like uh oh, like uh oh, I think maybe I made a mistake, you know, going with this guy right here. But she doesn't figure out initially. It takes, not, her, it, no, takes her, it takes her really. It's not to the conversation. Of, it's not to the actual yeah. conversation, yeah. and then she realizes, like uh oh, like. And she doesn't. It doesn't really sink in until after she sees Raylan beat the snot out of Clay, oh, yeah, 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 and yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. crying at the end. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're forgetting the one point where. The re- whole reason why Willa and Raylan are out and about oh, is yeah. because he's supposed to take her to camp. That's because right. She's, she's a rehabilitation been, she's like, camp. Yeah. yeah. Probably they do expelled that. or suspended a bunch yeah. for fighting. That is correct. Yeah. So she has that her dad's uh, anger issues, apparently. And she's beat, yeah. she beat someone up. So she's going to this, uh, this, uh, uh this uh, penal colony for teenage <laughs> girls. Why am I getting killed or dying over there? I think I've seen, I've seen those documentaries and stories where people, where kids join those and they wind up dying. But apparently they show up late because of the, the whole trafficking incident. And then she gets, I guess, denied the entrance because they're late. So we, we, we forgot that scene. So that whole tense scene, which I, I do enjoy that, oh, that tense also, scene. Also, also now, obviously, like Raylan's got like he's got to have even though he's primeval, he has to have like a plan with this thing. And I'm sure you probably saw more. No, no the new episode hasn't come out, right? So you don't know. No, we just he, saw two. I assume two that 
he kind of probably pl- he plans this and he's probably filming this and they have it on camera of him being assaulted by uh by uh, uh Raylan. Raylan. So I'm sure he's gonna use that later on. Like if if anything comes against him, did you when the lawyer's gonna pull this out, did you assault my client on so and so? So you have a vendetta against him and you you know you know it's gonna be used later on in the story, the plot line. Because why else was it why else does he do this? Yeah, he just takes the he takes the beating. He takes the beating. Yeah, he takes the beating because he knows it's either he's either he's either filming it or more likely that he knows there's a camera right here and it's all being recorded. And so, so that's that whole scene at the end where where he's chumming it up with the daughter. And they yeah. had dinner, and Raylan yeah. walks in. And he's super upset, and then he puts his arm around the daughter. And Does he he's put his like, arm around the daughter? Yeah, he puts okay. his arm around the daughter, and then right. then. He's telling her. To well, get that's to what the he room. makes that comment about. Like, if this were a different state, it would be. Well, like... that's outside. That's outside. Oh, that's okay. outside. That's where. That's when he gets takes the beat. That's when he takes the beating. Now, is this gonna fact... be like weird? Where like the daughter still likes the guy? Is this gonna be like one of those things? Oh where, like, no, <laughs> no. I think she's crying at the end because she feels stupid for being naive. And uh, do we know that for a fact though? Or maybe she's uh, crying because he's kind of hot. Like, and I no, he was hot, but no. what if there's a twist? Though? What if there's a twist in this? God, what does that remind me of a movie I just saw? What was the movie? What do we just see where that happens? Oh, oh. man. Well, what do we just see where, like, the woman in the end is, like, she still likes the guy? Is she going to be, like, Stockholm it's Syndrome? A, yeah, it's like an older movie we just saw. In the end, like, the girl still likes him. It wasn't the one. It wasn't the one the bird, was it? The um, the bird? Yeah, with the with the uh, the Civil War one. But in the end, like the like the woman, the, the young female still likes it. It was a black and white the movie that we just Civil saw. War one with no, the no, bird. It was a black and white thing we just saw with a young girl. Oh man, we just saw Brazil. No, no, it wasn't Brazil. It was a black and white. It was a it was an older movie that we just saw. Eight and a half. The, no. The, um we <laughs> read black the and book. White? We read the book and we saw the movie. And there's in the end, one of the females, she falls for the for the bad guy. And then, and then when they're hanging him, she still likes him, like in the end, and she's like running after him. Oh, um, the one with the uh, with um, what's his face? Uh, Robert, Robert, Mitchell? Robert Mitchell. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like the bag, the preacher, preacher in the yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, remember, she still loves him in the end. Uh, <laughs> what is like, that movie? Yeah, we read was, the book and we yeah, saw the movie. yeah. It was a good movie. It's actually good. it was good. It was it's good like the movie. the love, the love and the hate. On it's the, the preacher. The the preacher man it takes place like in the <laughs> the Oklahoma Dust Bowl. It's like the Depression. Like, uh, oh boy, what was that? Uh, oh man, Cla- it's a classic. It's a classic <laughs> film noir. We we saw, it was during our film noir. Stage. Like Cape Fear, <laughs> not Cape Fear, but he's doing Cape Fear. He's like the preacher man. <laughs> what was that? I know. It's a classic a book. Keep on like keep it talking. I'm gonna figure it out right now. Yeah, it's like and there's like the there's like the the, the boy and the girl and they're trying to escape because the mom he kills the mom. It's based like an, it's based on uh, a oh, real, oh, real. See, yeah, we never would have figured this one out. Night of the Hunter. Night of the Hunter. Yeah, yeah. But you, you remember like the the female that uh, he meets, yeah. the, the, one of the girls, the, the, yeah. the stepdaughter. She's in love with them. She don't care. She's in love with them. Yeah. She's like, when they're going to hang him, she's like running out there. Like, right. is that, is that going to be like Raylan's daughter? Like, yeah. if, like listen to uh, so he beats the tar out of uh, Clement, and she and Will is crying at the end. So I, I would say if if there's any bright spots in this these episodes to me, it's the it's the finales like in them, like uh, like Child's getting blown away was good. Uh, this Raylan getting beat up by the these like so the endings have been decent. Yeah, I like that because there's got to be violence. There's not enough yeah. violence in this. <laughs> any more violence? Oh. Uh, so I enjoyed it. So you're out. You're out. I take it. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I, I don't think I can find. You know, I don't I think I can find you. anything redeeming. Yeah. 
How dare you? I like all of fun, but hey, I would rather go back to Deadwood. Can we? Can we? Can we watch Deadwood? Like, <laughs> that's a, don't, don't forget Kenny Powers brothers in that too. Don't forget that they're brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. All of fun and Kenny Powers brother yeah. are the brothers in Deadwood. Yeah, yeah. He plays the uh, the store shop owner. Yeah, are they Irish? Is that what they're they? Is that what they? I think. In the, so, is he, I don't think so. I think the brother's playing a. I think. I think he's playing a Jewish uh, like guy. Both of both of them are, and then I'm not sure if all. Is Oliphant? Was are they brothers in the thing? Yeah, they're brothers. Oh I shoot! I believe the brothers supposed to be Jewish, if I'm not mistaken. They're both. They're both. They're brothers, and I know Oliphant becomes like local law enforcement. Yeah, and doesn't the, bro- doesn't, doesn't the brother go up for like being trying to be a mayor too? I think that's after. That's like the movie. Don't forget there was a movie that comes. I haven't out seen after. the movie. Have you seen the movie? Yeah, so, yeah, I did. Yeah, Is that uh, any good it's weird though, because watching the movie, I realized I forgot pretty much everything <laughs> from the uh, the the series. <laughs> That's that one great actor, that guy that plays a bad guy. That's like uh, Ian, Ian McShane. Yeah, that guy's great. The guy from uh, the the Wick, the John Wick series. Yeah, yeah. he's like they're, they're they're doing a prequel with him supposedly for John Wick. What the guy's like? He's he's an older <laughs> actor now. How's that possible? He's gonna be oh, so somebody else can play him? I don't know. But it's it's like how he came to be uh, the manager yeah, of that hotel, that, cool. that Hitman Hotel. Yeah, they can even do what's his face too, right? I mean, all those characters could have their their backstory. Yeah. Oh, but uh, Broyles is dead now. Uh, that's what I'm saying. But that's darn. what I'm saying. You could go young. You can all. You could go back. Uh, I forgot he died recently. He was in like a good shape too. What was his name? This goes I, back. I know to him what I was from Fringe. About. I know yeah. from Fringe. Yeah, yeah. Agent Broyles. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He just passed away a couple of months ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, relatively not that old of an actor, and yet he's and, gone. And in great shape too. Don't forget. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, one, here, here, one moment, gone the next. Uh, let's see, Lance Reddick. Yeah, was was his I think name? One of his last roles was uh, Wesker, if I'm not mistaken, from Resident Evil. Which one? It was uh that they made a Resident Evil series. I think it was Netflix, and uh, I believe he played Wesker. In that. I'll always know him as uh, Agent Broyles from Fringe. Oh yeah, great actor, great actor. Uh, what do we got left? We have uh, Greta Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> yeah. So over so let's do initial impressions first. Okay. Um well you go first, and then I'll give you mine. Uh we were talking about it uh during the pause, but there's no way this kid is gonna have a, a, a long career if he keeps on screaming like that throughout all these songs. If he keeps doing the Getty Lee thing, the uh... No, but he's screaming though. I mean he's screaming. That is true, because Getty Lee does have, have like a more natural like on the menu, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. He is screaming to these. No, he's a lot of these songs. He's screeching like you, like you <laughs> can hear like the vocal cords screeching. I mean, yeah, high falsetto all the way through. Yeah, but it's like it's like it's like rough though. It's it's not. Uh... Yeah, I thought he. See, I thought he was dumb. See, it's, okay, yeah, this is. This, so that, you know, of course, I'm always going to compare stuff to like the broken bells from the last album, where like he actually gets calms down in that song. He's like calm, <laughs> like here we got dun 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 dun. dun. And it's more calm, but the, yeah, you're right. He's kind of like, I was just saying this. This album is kind of like a throwback to the beginning, or at least the second album. Maybe not so. The first album was kind of more of a rocky. The second one, where they kind of doing that Led Zeppelin ish type yeah. thing. It's like, it's like almost like somebody told him, hey, you know what? That third album, eh, it was kind of like, you know, people want you to do the Led Zeppelin, Getty, you know, Rush uh, type thing. Let's go back and do that again. That's my impression of what's going yeah. on. It's definitely back to let's do Led Zeppelin. Oh like yeah, people uh, yeah. think we're we're Led Zeppelin 2.0 or 3.0 yeah. or 4.0. Yeah, 
yeah go back to go back to your roots go back yeah. to you know the because even the guitar and the drum it's not like just oh, the, the vocals man something about gosh this happens in several songs there's there's that what i call the water guitar that led zeppelin that jimmy page that that kind of like reverberates that jimmy page uh <laughs> you hear in certain led zeppelin songs and they're doing that quite a bit in this and i'm like oh here we go he's doing the jimmy page here we go I had enough time on the plane apparently to look up all the lyrics to all all Ooh, the ten songs. That, that does not pop up on the spot on the Spotify. And I was kind of I was oh. like, I swear there's several times he mentions like Dungeons and Dragons like quotes in here, <laughs> and I'm like, like wait, is he talking about like a D and D in this song? It's definitely, and I guess is that the Broken Bells? Uh, what that what that was that? That's the battle the, of the last uh, one. Yeah, the, the last battle one. of something something. The gates of something something. Yeah, I don't, even, I don't even. I don't even know the name. You have you own it. I don't album. know the names what of any of their albums. I mean, the I'm, battle I'm, I'm, of I'm, Heaven's Gate. The battle of Heaven's Gate. Is that what it's and called? honestly, I thought this album was actually had a different name. It wasn't until like I saw the Starcatcher. Like, wait a minute, that was called something else. No, and it's Starcatcher now. Okay. <laughs> so there's definitely some some medieval. A fantasy influence yeah. in these songs. Yeah, well, much like back in the day when you know, you know, Tony and I and you know, Mark and you know, we used to sit there and we used to play D and D. You know, yeah. we we listened to a lot of like Led Zeppelin because the music kind of fought, oh, yeah. it was like mystical. And in fact, man, this this album reminds me of one one Led Zeppelin song in particular, and it's like <laughs> it has that same like like feeling to it, like where I want to play some D and D again. You know, it's like oh yeah, it's time. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, there's one yeah. that sounds like when the levee breaks. Oh no, 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 no! Some of them are almost direct ripoffs. But I'm talking about like <laughs> this. This it reminds me of one song in particular, and I was trying to I was trying to go through the list of various songs, and the one song that came to my mind of it, like it reminded me of, and I think it's from Houses of the Holy, although I yeah. could be wrong. Led Zeppelin Five is Houses of the Holy, and it's that one song, "Over the Hills and Far Away." Oh it's yeah, like that. Hey, lady. Yeah, yeah. Be darling, darling, darling. No, darling, darling. Like the voice just like pops up. I think I feel like they're doing like this is their like album dedicated to that song. Like, yeah, there's there's definitely I wouldn't say ripoffs. I'll say influence influences. Oh yeah. No, that's just one song, but I'm sure they're doing a lot. Obviously, several songs at least are almost sound. I'm pretty sure I could pull out like little notes, and it's like it's it's way too similar. Yeah, let's go through some of this stuff real quick. I think this is the the order on the album. I hope. First one is uh, first track is Fate of the Fate. Fate of the Fate. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, so I got the wrong order. The Shoot, yeah, you, you, you have the track listing there. So yeah, right, the first it, track is Fate of the Fate. All right, how oh, man? So this is the one where it's like uh, it harkens to like the uh... to the water guitar. It's got that reverb in it. Song to the this is a song to the music gods, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> it is like if we look at the lyrics. Well, see, I see, I the Spotify doesn't have the lyrics yet, so I don't know. See, the God song to the God song. So, again, the, the Robert Plant voice is back now, right? It's back. Well, you, you have you to sing. You say I Getty say Lee. Getty Lee. I say yeah. some parts. He's like he's going. He's he's switching <laughs> back and forth between Getty Lee and Robert Plant. It, it is kind of like a hybrid, I, and I can see that. I didn't. I, didn't see I shall be. First I it. shall be Getty Plant. <laughs> What's the next song on your uh, on your list? Second track is "Waiting All Your Life." Oh, okay. Sorry. 
Come on, that's a Jimmy Page guitar there. Come on. <laughs> like I we, we, I'm joking. I've been joking about that. It's Come got like on, all man. facets of Jimmy Page. There's some John Bonham drums going on there. Well, let's not let, let's not let's not get crazy here. <laughs> That's the rubber rubber plant. Oh, yeah. yeah, come on. That's clearly inspired by Led Zeppelin. Oh, no, yeah. This, this, this one, like I said, well, we both agreed. This is definitely a step back to the, to the comparison Led Zeppelin. I thought they were going to evolve and go a different way from that last album, but apparently the, their producers are themselves said, hey, now let's just go back and do Zeppelin. Do you think they're annoyed by that comparison? I don't think so because they would be evolving and going into in the, in the direction I thought they were going to go. This album is definitely a throwback. So. What's the next track on the album? The Fallen Sky, which was one of the singles that was released. Actually, like I, I this is one that I like the chorus. Is the one where he's screaming? Well, um, he's, scre- he's screaming all of them. Oh yeah, at least look at listen to that. <laughs> oh, that's a see that voice ain't gonna last. Yeah. He's screaming. The redeeming thing about this is the chorus. So I like I really like the chorus, especially at the ending. He's screaming, man. There's no way. Too much too much uh, force on the vocal cords. He has he has polyps already, if I believe if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> The he also sounds like, he really sounds like plant right there. He does that. He's really doing plant. Oh, he's screaming. Oh, yeah, he can't sustain that. In about two years, in, in that part, he'll be like pointing the microphone to the like crowd. They'll, so the like they'll have a new singer. <laughs> they'll have one of the guys that uh, the cover, the, the Greta Van Fleet cover band singer will come in. <laughs> Well, that's the moment where you point the microphone to the crowd. Let them sing that. Oh, let them yeah. Do, let them do yeah, that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not doing that part. I can't do that part anymore. What do you have to put the next track? Next track is a very short Runaway Blues. The very yeah, super blues. short. A minute and 12 or something like that. 117. Kind of a throwaway, right? Filler. Yeah. It's fa- it's probably the fastest song on the on, a, on the album, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's definitely like a quick a quick bluesy song. Yeah, for sure. And what do you got next? Track after that is is the Indigo Streak. You know, I really uh, I, I'm conflicted to some of these songs that the lyrics are kind of pretentious. And what what is the song about? Because you yeah. can't you read the lyrics and you're like, I don't know what that means. Is there any point that where there lyrics that even allude to like fantasy, like actual like Dungeons and Dragons? I swear I heard like lyrics like that. Were, that oh yeah, there's one about the arrow, like the the the, bow the archer, the obviously arrow. the yeah, archer. The archer. But yeah, I assume he's being metaphoric about that. But I'm thinking like, oh, you mean oh, he's the archer class? Oh, I get. He's a ranger. Oh, you mean like sexually, like sexual? Yeah, archery? yeah. It's gonna be metaphoric. <laughs> like he's the hunter and like I'm going after my prey. Or no, in my mind, I'm just thinking like natural like a ranger from D and D. Oh, I think he meant like like big games waiting in that in her tights. Like well, no, I mean, that's like what he's talking bottoms. about. But I'm thinking of like D and D. What's what's next? Track seven is Frozen Light. Okay, I kind of got the order here.
um, as an homage to Led Zeppelin, it's not it's not horrible. I gotta tell you. No, no, it's not. It's not. But if you you know, it's like I said, like Mark and Tony, they they don't like it. But I think it's just because of that point. Yeah. Like, oh, like you know, like why why I just listen to Led Zeppelin. That's true. In fact, in fact, like I like I said, this album reminds me of that Over the Hills and Far Away. So then I put that on. <laughs> I was listening to that. Is this like a Game of Thrones uh, song? Is that what it's supposed to be? I don't know. <laughs> like the the White Walkers? Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it the lyrics? Do they point that way? That's funny. <laughs> it is. Like they have blue eyes <laughs> and they come from the north. <laughs> Uh, and the, do, you have the, do you have the archer next? Yeah, the archer's next, yeah. Who's Sarah? No idea. He's like, I got my bow, Sarah. Maybe it's like a, the, like a female. Oh, and gen- oh. like a, so maybe maybe arrow, it is Sarah. metaphor. Yeah, maybe it is a metaphorical, like, uh, big games winning in her tights. I mean, it's, it's not it's not bad it's not a bad album but oddly enough the single like the, the big single song is probably the best song on here at least in my opinion and remember it's all about the hooks and what else you have on what's next and then number nine is the big single meeting the master that's the big one and arguably, I'd say it's probably the best song. Did we we miss Sacred Thread or no? Sacred Thread? Or is that oh, next? did I miss that? Oh, I did miss yeah. that. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because that's the one that, that's another single. I forgot that. Yeah. I'm going to go back to that one. Yeah, yeah. Like, all it's missing is that. <laughs> oh, when, when the levy breaks. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to combo those two songs. <laughs> It is what actually said. Like at least at least two of the singles are actually like almost not directly ripped out, but very close to the uh, Zeppelin songs. Is there any way impossible that they do that on purpose? You think? Oh, absolutely. They're obviously influenced by the band. Well, how could you not? You know. Oh, this is like. Yeah. Gee, come on. <laughs> and it's that's the Page. This is the best song. I do, I do like this one. This is the one that I actually I would actually add I would add to my uh, rock. This clearly is a Jimmy Page influenced riff. Oh yeah, come on. Oh come on. <laughs> is that that's over the hills and far away, right? Yeah, this is this oh, way. Yeah. It starts it starts off with uh, the the. Uh, the uh, thank you, and then it evolves into like, the, like, like, dear, hey lady, darling, darling, darling. He's like, wait a minute, what's going on? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Come on, that's clearly inspired. Come oh, absolutely. On. Hey lady. Great song, great song. That house is the holy home. Oh, I could sing over the lyrics there and do some karaoke here. It is House of the That was right. House of the Yep. Doesn't look like it's a while to get into. That, he, that guy's totally doing the, that part right there. Come oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't worry, ours is different. Ours is different. <laughs> so it takes like a, like a minute to get to the actual lyrics. Like plants like sitting down in the background. Smoking a J. Oh, yeah. 
Or either that or something else, like some sexual situations. Uh, Great Great song. I love this song. Great song. And then it goes into like the Greta Van Fleet's part where he starts yelling. He's like screaming. <laughs> he's like, it's like, wait a minute. Oh, it's, oh, it's, oh, it's, Greta, oh, it's Greta Van Fleet. Come on, it's the same song. <laughs> it's like Greta Van Fleet. You see those in those interviews where Robert Plant's like, oh yeah, that's like basically younger me. Yeah, you yeah. yeah. To... <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, what do they say? Imitation is the highest form of flattery. Isn't oh, like, yeah, for sure. sure. What's the yeah, that is uh... definitely hands down my favorite. This is my being the master is my favorite song. And there's a reason you see that when you look at the numbers for those four singles, uh-huh, it's, that's it's the highest. far and away the best song. And I agree, it's it's hooky. You need the hooks. And the last one is farewell for for now. Farewell for now, which is also it's a, it's a good it's a good outro song. I like it. Yeah. I, I think my initial point for this was like Led Zeppelin's creeping back, but I realized the whole album is Led Zeppelin creeping back. <laughs> but basically, it's I, well. See, I think of it. In, you're right. You're right for making a Led Zeppelin reference. But I think of it. I think of like the Morrissey's disappointed. The last uh, the last track on uh, on Bone and Drag where he's like, yeah, it's my last song. Oh like, yeah, and the, yeah. And yeah. the crowd's cheering. He's like, nah, never mind. Yeah, no, I'm coming back. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh, like, oh. <laughs> I, I actually I actually like this song. I like this song. Yeah, yeah I do too. But clearly, Jimmy Page. Robert oh no, Plant. this is the one that really is Led. It's like it's like Led Zeppelin. Oh yeah, they're just. But then I realized the whole album is their Led Zeppelin it's just yeah, there's really no variant there's no nothing in this is like I feel is original gosh that's why I always say that Broken Bow is my favorite song because it sounds different from the rest of this stuff yeah. now they're just like they just gave up and just went nah this is too Led Zeppelin who cares and we see that like they're 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 oscillating between doing Led Zeppelin inspired work and trying to make their own voice yeah and I yeah. think and I, you know and I gotta say this I probably like the more Led Zeppelin inspired stuff like, oh, absolutely! Because at least at least you could sit there and go like, oh, "I get it." Like, "Oh, I get it." Like, I gotta say that highway tune is a fucking. I'm sorry, is a is a bad song. I love that song. Well, that's from the first album, isn't it? Yeah, I, and, and, and I I will say that first. Uh, I think it's an EP that yeah, from yeah, the fires yeah. is a great yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, and it's definitely a dip. It's more of a rocky song. So it's more. And it's yeah, you're right. It's a rock and roll fast. It's like <laughs> it's Led Zeppelin. Like, <laughs> huh? <laughs> If I told the that chat uh, bot thing to write a Led Zeppelin song, oh yeah, you the chat GPT, GP, that's all the plan. Like, write me a contemporary Led Zeppelin song. It's 2013. <laughs> Come on, write me Black Dog right now, modern day version of Black. It's a it's a great song. I love love the song. I, it's a great song and great. Beat. I will say this though. This album is more of a rock. It's more rockier though than the than I feel like the newer stuff is because this one's more like your hips got to like move back and forth. In fact, I remember the video like their hips are moving yeah. back and forth, and it's more. <laughs> whereas the other stuff kind of gets more like down tuned. I mean, especially Broken Bells. It's like they're not even moving. Oh, yeah. It's like standing there, like in, yeah, they're depressed. <laughs> very gothy in that one. Yeah, yeah, they have the outfits. They're yeah, the, the outfit. out, like the like. Or at the least he does. Room. 
Yeah, he has yeah. the no, they're uh, all there. The, yeah. the 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 guitar player, the piano player, they all look like they're in like nineteen uh circa nineteen late eighties to mid nineties death rock bands. And they're just like sitting there like 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 what's going on here? But the but the, the lead singer has that the Parisian the night suit. Oh, the thing, Parisian right? night suit, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you can see like that uh that the little tight on the crotch, like uh, a one piece. Oh no, that's, yeah, that's that's a Parisian night suit. No, no, that's what you call that's that's lazy. That's like Mister Furley, man. It's not a bad album, but it's not, clearly it's not. derivative. It is, yeah. And and and, and so this is that thing we talk about, where we're old, we're so old now. We understand what the source material is, but for the younger people, they may not. And this oh no, makes absolutely novel to oh, no. them. It'll make oh no, it makes oh no. I'm sure it's gonna be popular. It's gonna make a lot of fans. And then they could look back and go, oh, you know those guys copy Led Zeppelin. And then you may yeah. you know, go back and listen to Led Zeppelin. No, it's a, it's a Led Zeppelin for our era. That's nothing wrong with that. I thought. I don't no. think. No, I don't. Yeah. Why not? Everybody, every other genre. Does oh it yeah, for, the, for uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I got news. I got news for everyone. Led Zeppelin copied copy people oh, too, yeah. though. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Blue. Some of those songs had direct ripoffs of like a uh, blues songs. Oh gosh, was it? What, yeah. What is one of their big songs? I say, gosh, it might even be "Stairway to Heaven." Like one of the songs is like a no, not the, they won that. They won that lawsuit. Oh, they won <laughs> that, not that one. Not that one. Not that one. <laughs> like Oz is different. Oz is like <laughs> no, they won that lawsuit. But there, there remember, are some remember songs. Stairway that are... to, remember, "Stairway to Heaven" was written by Aleister Crowley. Don't forget. Remember, like inspired <laughs> by. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like the the, the pen like, was writing by yeah, itself. Yeah, like the devil was like, right, here's to my sweet Satan. <laughs> oh man, I I, w- I probably would go see Greta Van Fleet in concert. I gotta, I probably they would play, for sure. They just play recently. They yeah, I go see them. New it's con- fun. New f- it's fun. It's fun stuff. Oh it's, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's a Led Zeppelin for our time for 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 these times. Right. And uh and again, pe- less people forget Led Zeppelin was heavily influenced, and they ripped off. Oh yeah, jazz and blues from 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 two oh, decades yeah. before. So oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I have to send you some of those things where like they're literally ripping off. Like, oh, uh, I've heard songs. Remember, we were watching that one thing about famous songs that were ripped off. And oh like, yeah, 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 for like, sure. I, know, I think Zeppelin was on there several times. So. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were, they definitely were. Yeah. All right, so that's this week. Uh, what do we do? We have anything? So I'm going to do LifeWire for uh, worth another visit uh, okay. for next week. Oh, you mean uh, Too Fast for Love? I am sorry. Too fast for love for next week, uh, and then we don't have a show now. I don't think because we're skipping on both. We're skipping on both the shows for uh, for this week. So we'll have to find out uh, what we're going to do for an agenda. Uh, anything else? No, no. All right, two hours and thirty minutes at the Vale. I'll be I'll be uh, I'll be doing some reporting from the Summerfest tomorrow, and I'll pick up some beers for today. So I'll have to revisit that list you sent me. Uh, if there's nothing else, this has been Bevon. I'm Leonard. My name is Gregory. And we will talk to you soon.